Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's here as well. Yeah. Oh, is, is, is yeah. that your tactic now? Just be as low energy as possible. Is it working? No. Never. Uh, so, <laughs> we talk about DC Comics on this show. Uh, coming up on this week's episode, we have Superman issue 9, Wonder Woman issue 66, The Flash 66, Supergirl 28, Justice League Dark 9, The Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight number 1, Titans 35, Hawkman 10, and Wonder Twins issue 2. So that's what's coming up on the show. Plus we have Solicits to talk about, because uh, Solicits launched on a Friday this month for some reason. I don't understand the hell? why. I, I got... I got up this morning and I saw that you know you'd posted some uh, some variant covers. I went, yeah. oh, a solicit out, or are they just you know some advanced ones? And no, no solicits are there. What, what's going oh. on? Real, real quick, Connor, you did read Grim Knight, right? I did. Okay, just making sure. Did you read Grim Knight? Check on these things now. I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought about not reading it just for the yeah. comedy factor, but then I was like, no, I actually want to read it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I know I far away. I, I made my feelings. Yeah, very well, I, clear. I figured you would, Pete, and I don't think this issue would have made you feel any better. So, mm. um, yeah. I will. I will uh, be be content with my choices. Uh, so, so yeah. So, so yeah. So let's. I, 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 you know, just casually, I was doing stuff yesterday, and you know, Newsarama usually put out that tweet. Oh, hey, DC says it's coming at you know this time Eastern, and I'm like. Okay, cool. And I went, wait a minute, it's Friday. What? What's happening? Because <laughs> uh, I was expecting them next Monday, Tuesday. So, but for Black some Nova. reason, yeah, I'm Friday. So, we got lots to talk about, so that's cool. I, I do wonder, though, if there's a reason for this. Because uh, the last couple of months, uh, so they obviously they pushed them later in the week because uh, previews asked them to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, for, for their, you know, for the, the book that they release. Where, and the last couple of months, Things have been coming out from that, like all the details that they don't really want coming out. To you know, they they want They've to have leaked. their own. Yeah, yeah. The, the last two months, almost the entire set of solicits got leaked the week before. Yeah, so I wonder if this is why they're just like, nah, screw it, we're, we're going to beat them to it. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. I guess because the previews get printed and they, they make, they, you know, it, it gets out there somewhere, someone's leaking all these things. So the only way to combat that is to actually put the solicits up before those printed versions go out. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's probably the case. Um, that's more lately. I also wonder if they just wanted to give them the spotlight before WonderCon because they're going to announce stuff at WonderCon that you know overshadow everything. That also possible. Yeah. yeah. They may be announcing so. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about solicits and and just a sec. A uh, bit, bit of uh, just arrangements for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Matt's going to be missing a couple of episodes. Unfortunately, not next week. Next mm-hmm. week will be here. Uh, yep. but he'll be missing two weeks after that because he's at WonderCon in person yep. and then the week after that his wife is dragging him to Disneyland so uh... <laughs> not so much dragging I'm, I'm going voluntarily but um, it was one of these slapdash together okay. things so. dragging is not the right yeah. word but the, the, the yeah. timing of it was not necessarily yes. thought out by yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told her you know that Wrestlemania weekend she goes yeah and so nothing was phasing her. I'm missing TakeOver that Friday, and I'm very sad because I just saw the lineup. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. the knock-on effect that has is that Matt will be gone for two episodes. He will be here for Detective 1000, though, which is just before <laughs> he leaves uh, for that first weekend. Uh, so that's going to have a special episode. of. If I've not mentioned that before, I'm sure we have. But like Action Comics 1000 last year, that will get its own episode 
Uh, on the Thursday night, we're going to record that. So that'll be late Thursday, early Friday that week. We'll have the Detective 1000 special go up. Uh, and then two regular episodes, Matt will be missing. Uh, and then it'll be back and everything will be back to normal. And it'll be fine. And it'll all be happy. Um, so, so I just want to keep everyone in the loop. And just to what's yeah, happening. but I will be representing Comics on the Multiverse at the con. I'll be posting updates. Yes, he's going to be harassing Although, Tom King at the... A, a little bit. Uh, I'm just going to imagine Mario, who's also going, as I'm trying to update DC stuff, and him <laughs> slapping the phone out of my hand, and going, no, stop it. So, uh, yeah. Be and then Tim's going to be there. And Tim is, you know... Tim's Tim. Tim's Tim. Tim's Tim, yeah. Joe's weird, Tim, because we obviously I do screams after midnight with Tim. Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, he said, oh, by the way, Pete, I'm going to be missing for the last weekend of the month. And then I went, huh, nice of you to tell me now. And I went, yeah, but he's been going to WonderCon with Matt like this entire time. Why didn't I put two and two together yeah. that he would be missing that <laughs> yeah. weekend? I, I'm yeah, literally kind of staying with him. It's weird, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But that's the thing, though. We, we, just last week, we were making plans for like weekends for the next like three or four weeks, yeah. and he never, he never thought to mention, "Hey, Pete, I'm missing that week." Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not like it's a, we've known that he's been going for as long as Matt's known that yes. he's going. So it's yeah. like, of course, we knew this. Yeah. We just never thought about it. Yeah, never put two and two together. But th- there you are. Uh, not that that affects this show in any way, shape, or form. Um, the other thing it does slightly affect is that our Shazam movie review will be a day later than it otherwise would be. Because normally we'd record that on the Sunday, but because Matt's away for that weekend to Disneyland, we'll be recording that on the Monday, so it'll go up late Monday, early Tuesday. Yep. Which is early April stuff, I mean, it's not really that relevant right now. But I'm just letting you know, these are all the things that are... It does mean my work wrote a permitting I might have a shot of making it to that review. Huh? Ah, Maybe. don't shed any tears if you don't, that's fine. Shut up. I do all the DC movies. <laughs> Except this one, apparently. Maybe. Maybe, yes. yeah. Maybe. Possibly the best one in ages, and you're not, you might not yeah, be there. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> Which is the most Connor that it could be. Not in, not intentionally. I don't like know. Uh, well, of course he's not coming. He's, he, he, Connor said repeatedly he's, he's no interest in seeing Captain Marvel in theaters, so of course he's not showing up for the review. <laughs> That's true. That's true, I forgot. He never satisfied Rich. What was that? I don't think I ever said that. So did you see Captain Marvel? No, not yet. Okay, there well you go. Then, shut up. I never said I would never. I had no plans of seeing theaters. I said, yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> oh come on, potato, potato. Like... <laughs> wasn't that definitive about? Yeah, don't be a Connor. Go see Captain Marvel if yes. you haven't already. I mean, it made a lot of money, so a lot of people went and saw it. It did. It was, yeah. a, it was a shit ton of money. Just, just not Connor. Yes. Uh, all right. This is, uh, episode one four six of Comics from the Multiverse shall commence. So the the first seven minutes was uncommenced. That that was the prelude. This is Act One. It was, was this leftover of one four five. <laughs> no, no, that was the prelude. Act One shall commence. Act One is solicitous. And then we'll we'll see what sort of dark turn act two takes, and hopefully it's Connor's life that's in peril. And then, you know, maybe we'll save him. Maybe we'll have a sad ending. Who knows? Uh, but hopefully, <laughs> is 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 that the same old outcome? Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, solicits. So let's have a look at solicits. So first thing I had the solicits for June. Um, actually, first thing I want to mention that's not there is we were expecting uh, that Lois Lane book to be on the June solicits, and it is yeah. nowhere to be found. So I guess the 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 plans in advance were were kind of TBA and just 
or maybe I'm, I'm willing I'm, I'm willing to bet that it all spins out of Leviathan oh yeah because the solicit for that um Oh yeah, the first here. the first thing here is Event Leviathan. It's called Event Leviathan issue one, uh, which I was not expecting. Is it... I just said the name. What? Event should not say event. Yeah, but if that's part of the story, though, like I think it's it's quite clever. There, okay. you know. But um, Connor won't be reading it because it's by Bendis and and Maliv. art by Maliv, which. Yes. You're just cutting your nose despite your face hey, there. I believe a lot. I've, I've, I've I know you do. I know. Yeah, so. it's going to be six issues, uh, starting on week two in in June. Uh, which honestly, week two is not as bad as it used to be. Actually, honestly, I only had seven books this week. Yeah, and... yeah, not as good as a week three though, is it? Okay, yeah, week three is like dead. So. Yeah, but that's okay. And yeah. to be fair, this week, normally we would have had a detective comics. I sh- okay, I had eight books instead. Okay. True. Yeah. But Titans is ending, and um, yeah, was something else that was ending. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, uh, so next up on this list, we had Superman Year One <laughs> issue one, Frank Miller, and John Romita Jr. Uh, I want to, I want to comment on the regular cover here. I want to comment on Superman's beer belly, uh, or at least that's how it looks because his arm has a bit that sticks out so much in such a way. Uh, that's not the the regular cover. Oh, who cares? Whatever. The cover. Whatever the cover is. Yeah, well, that's that's Miller, is it not? That's like Miller. Yeah. yeah no, the the regular cover is the Ramita Junior one. Oh, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Which I doesn't look like. I saw an article yeah. time. The cover that is the variant for issue one is going to be the cover for the trade. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how you make sure this never sells. Uh, by the way, that Ramita Junior cover is also garbage, but it's not as garbage as the Frank Miller one because the Frank Miller one looks like he's got a pot belly. Yeah. Yeah, because he has big old Popeye forearms, and it's just yeah. I can't unsee but it. I'm not reading this. I'm 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 oh, telling everybody on. this now. I'm not come reading on. this. We need to do the first uh-uh. issue. Yeah, did no. I show one Matt for the show? Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm not giving them my money for this. That only reinforces bad behavior. This is another alternative-sized one, by the look of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the same size. Yeah. Eight and a half by ten point eight seven five. Also, mature readers tag, and it's eight dollars. It's also uh, one of these uh, three issue prestige books. Yeah. So it's every other month, yeah. presumably. Ish. Ish. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so there's a few of those. Uh, what's that, Connor? Ramita Junior can hit that schedule quite comfortably. Probably. Um, so yeah, we got a few Zoom and Ink uh, trades. We got Harley Quinn, Breaking Glass, trade paperback by Miko Tamaki and Steve Pure. So, yeah, have... are you gonna read that, Pete? Because it is Tamaki. That's one of your. I do like Tamaki. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know where it fits in in terms of our coverage because it is a full graphic novel. But uh... well, I just want to know if you have interest in reading it. Like, I mean, yeah, I have interest. Yeah. The show. Yeah, I okay. feel like um, these uh, you know the the. Is Zoom or the Ink? Which one's which? Zoom is this... the younger one. Ink is the t- teeny, or t- yes. teeny one. I feel like I'm interested in reading a lot of the, the, the Ink ones, the, the teen ones, but we're probably not going to get around to them. I feel yeah. like what end up happening is eventually when there's like you know a good handful of them out, uh, we'll put uh, you know four of them up for a vote for the Patreon, uh, and it'll be one of the monthly well, I will tell you, I am planning on reading the when when the um, what's his name, New Superman, 
Uh, yeah, oh, Jin Yang. When his, yeah, when his comes out, I will I will read that for sure. Day it comes out. Yeah, but other it, than that, um, the other one that says solicited here is Superman of Smallville, uh, which is. R- Written by Art Balazar and Franco, and art by Art Balazar. I got really confused because it said written by Art, and I'm like, wait, what? What? Right. Yeah, yeah, these are the guys that did uh, Itty Bitty Hellboy. Yeah, yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. Uh, so I want to point out both covers for Action 1012 are pretty, pretty nifty. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. That uh, who, who's the one? It's not. Is it the Campbell one or is it the Kretaransky? You need to describe it first. I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Well, sorry, it's it's the, with him flying. Yeah, yeah. The that's the, I think that's the uh, Kudarinsky one, yeah. Uh, well, that, neither that's... of them by Kudarinsky. It's it's Campbell and Ben Oliver. Oh, oh you're right, yeah. yeah. That's, that's Matt's right. fault, because he said Kudarinsky. I think, Cam- I think Campbell might be the flying one. No, I think Campbell's the face. That looks like Campbell art to me, the face one. Well, whatever one is him flying, it's going to be my new phone background. So They're both very pretty, though. I mean, I like the flying one a bit more, but they're both very pretty. They are good, yeah. No. Uh, so as worth mentioning I'm just going to scroll down this list a little bit see for anything but as always Bat- Batgirl has a great variant so the, yeah, the so Aquaman variant Aquaman's another variant yeah there you yeah, go the greens and blues there you go. Batman the Outsiders issue 2 is on the solicitors so it is real it's coming <laughs> as of right now yes as of right now it does exist it's a yeah. thing uh, Batman Who Laughs does end and June issue 6 is coming out uh, so you can look forward to that. Uh, everyone's showing the art germ Catwoman variant. This, uh, yeah, that's good. nice, just because it's very classic. Yeah, it's a classic uh, Catwoman outfit with a yeah. With uh, a, it's an art germ cover, right? Green. So looks yeah. as good as you'd expect. Yes. Well, I, I feel like his faces are getting less anime, and it, it's more to my liking. So that's like right. his Catwoman covers really stand out for me. But that Jones cover too, I yeah. really like. Yeah, but, I love the. Uh, the Matina cover for Deceased 2. Yes, uh, which is Superman's face again, but this time he's a zombie. <laughs> it looks I don't like that. Hideous. I know you don't like that, Matt. The, the main cover is actually the Bat family all eating Batman. <laughs> or I trying don't like to, that either. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so down for this story. Is it just me, though, or is Damien going straight for the dick? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, dick's behind him. <laughs> Look out, dick's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're not gonna make the joke, but it's there. Man. Yeah, the joke's there. There's a very yeah. Ho- yeah, there's a very homoerotic partner meme to be made out of this. So I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. gonna do it, but I just want to acknowledge that it, that it is there. Yes. So yes, it is. Uh, so yeah, look at the Detective Comics has a has a Sajic variant. Uh, which has got Arkham Knight. Also, still a... double shipping, which I don't I don't like because I liked action being ahead and now it's it's slowly but surely catching oh, yeah. up detective's going to pull ahead yeah and get to 2000 uh, first <laughs> i <don't> like that <laughs> oh dear um detective was just such a reliable seller though they just keep pumping them out yeah, yeah. that's what they do uh so yep yep yep, yep. i'm just i'm just glancing for more interesting just, just on, on detective comics because uh, 1006 is the start of the the first arc after the arkham knight stuff oh yeah mm-hmm. um we're doing stuff with specter so yeah and corrigan oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm down for that that sounds uh more up my alley oh actually just to go back to leviathan uh event leviathan for a second uh you didn't know what it was did you yeah 
Green Arrow was on the cover. I remember we were talking about how Green Arrow is going to play into one of the big events coming up. Uh-huh. That seems to be event Leviathan. Yeah. Green Arrow is also on the cover for Green Lantern 8. And I just, as much as I don't want to read that book, I want this cover. <laughs> um, oh, I love that cover. Because it's, it's it's Sharp doing a version of the Heroes for our Hard Traveling Heroes. Yeah. With my ward, the Junkie. But it's yeah. some type of alien. Mm. It's great. Oh, I love the, uh, yeah. the variant for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Spe- speaking of variants, I mean, I-, I dropped Odyssey, but that Jessica Cruz variant. Uh, mm-hmm. By who's that? By uh, a variant covered by Lucio Perillo. Uh, just on actual stuff, uh, Hawkman 13 is going to be a fill in artist, uh, Will Conrad, who I-, I quite like anyway. So I'm Yeah, I like Will Conrad. Uh, yeah. I think that'll be Hitch's first issue off. So, I mean, he got through yeah. a full year before taking a full break. Year. So, That's credit. Uh, well, and, and I like. I like that it seems built in too, yeah. because this is a story from Hawkman's journals. So, if he wants to do that every so often, I think it's yeah, a it's essentially way. a fill-in issue. But it's it's okay. You no, know, we're building in a, a mechanic to have fill-ins when Hitch needs a break, and it's fine. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's I think that's fine. Uh, Naomi Six does say final issue, but we know it's coming in seasons. This is not unplanned. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not yeah. really news, is it? No, it's not really the final issue. It's just kind of a break. I want to talk about the Nightwing variant for issue sixty-one because Nightwing on this cover looks like he listens to My Chemical Romance, and it's really unsettling me. <laughs> it does. Wait, wait, which cover? The the variant, the 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 almost art germ looking. I'm not style. gonna lie, I I laughed at the oh. the first line of the solicits. Uh, Rick Grayson and the Nightwings. <laughs> it's the worst name oh, ever. Oh, what the hell is this? But even no, though he does, I don't read it. My my brother used to wear his hair like that, and I used to threaten that I was going to cut his hair in his sleep. Mm-hmm. It would have been a mess. Yeah. yeah, he would always do that where he would just wipe it out of his eyes, and I just I don't know why it would drive me nuts, but it would. So uh, we have some sad news. Silencer's ending with issue eighteen. Uh, yeah. Me. I, oh. I can't help but wonder if it has something to do with Event Leviathan. Leviathan? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, as, maybe long as, as long as Honor stays around, I think it's okay. Like, have her show up with Deathstroke. You I, know, I or... have genuinely enjoyed that book. It's gotten better as it's went along, and I've really, really liked it. It was um, a real surprise, honestly, because... Yeah. I remember, like when when it was announced, uh, that was one of the first ones we were ah oh, Ramita Junior and ah uh, and you know yeah, but the premise like, always yeah. sold us. You know what I mean? Like, because it made it sound like John Wick a little bit. <laughs> Says Matt, who didn't know? read it at first and came back and read it. Ten no, I read later. the first issue. He did. He remember? Yeah. Like it. That's right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair I enough. could get past the art, and then you guys promised me it gets better. And so, it did. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, so it is worth I, mentioning. I that Ramita Junior is doing the cover, but it's just a cover. He's not yeah. doing the, the art interior. That's fine. Which makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 be fair, which but, means... you know, makes sense. But, you know, they say it's, you know, it was his book to start with. He created yeah. the design, I assume. So, yeah, let him do a final cut. Yeah. Uh, which it's... means Terrifics is the last... Uh... Standing, yeah. Last man standing, yeah. yeah. Last standing. Which... And it only just got the new writer with the month before this, so it's got at least till issue 24. Six issues, I assume. Yeah. Right. I think it's 24 is a guarantee, but it may not get none after that, so we'll see. Yeah. Why 24? Because, oh, not 24. When, when did it start? Issue 15, 15, isn't it? So, 15. I'd say at least 20. 2021, yeah. That's, I think yeah. that's guaranteed, and then uh, beyond that, we'll see. Um, for some reason, I assumed it had already got up to like 18 before it switched. I don't know why. Um, 
Uh, Superman and Supergirl are crossing over for, for June, um, which is, leads to some nice covers where Supergirl and Young John are on the cover together with Superman and Crypto. Uh, it's yeah. pretty neat. Anna Connor. Yeah. yeah. And the regular regular cover too. Um, yeah. yeah. But this both, is yeah. a this is exactly why I did I decided not to jump into Supergirl because I was like I know this is coming. I knew you were going to see yeah. us. Yeah, but it's not by Bendis. It's still by Andrejko. So. Mm, for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's, it's nice though because it means like issue thirty one of Supergirl is when like Supergirl maybe I like it's back to Earth and it intermixes again with the main plot and what's going on. Uh, but it's cool nonetheless. Uh, so then moving on, yeah, the yeah, terrific's still there. It's not, it's not ending yet, but we'll see how long it um, lasts. Can we talk about the the huge concern that is Wonder Woman seventy three? Well, I'm scrolling there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I yeah, was... it's a big deal. Probably should have been one of the headliners. Oh no! Oh, oh dear. no! What, what what's happening? Yeah. Uh, so why is Steve Orlando writing this issue of Wonder Woman? Um, it does say guest writer. Guess right. Well, so maybe she's taking her show off. Maybe she's well, just. it's not skippable. It's not skippable because it is part of the, the overall story. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it, delivers it delivers a crucial piece, piece of, of uh, however, epic storyline. Which I, I like how they've put that in there in case anyone thinks it is skippable. Um, the fact that they're, they're emphasizing it's a guest writer tells me that now she just needs a show off because maybe, maybe I mean, it has been double shipping and maybe, you know, she's got some creator own stuff going on, on the go as well. Yeah, there's a new book starting there. Uh... This coming week, I believe. Yeah. So hopefully this is all it is. It's just guest writer for an issue to give, have an issue off. It's not a big deal. I hope that's yeah. the case. Um, issue seventy two's cover by the Dotsons is phenomenal. That sounds about right. Uh, uh, the one with the cloaks kind of also a curtain for the whole cover. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So pretty. Uh, no. Worth noting that Justice League is issue twenty five, so it's extra long. It's got a, a backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more uh, Scott Snyder words. Um, yeah. It might be well, Tynan. <laughs> yeah, it, it says backup story written by Snyder and yeah. Tynan. So, I mean, probably yeah, Tynan. So, so the six the six dimension stuff, Jimenez is getting a co-writing credit on this issue. Has Is that what it was on the last one, yeah. too? Okay, I didn't notice. Were you not here for that episode because we talked about it? No, I was, but I might have just blanked it out. Okay. Wait. Yeah. No, I was uh, here. He, he's getting... Uh, it's. In the issue itself, it's actually a storytelling credit, right? Um, similar to what we saw with like uh, Gleason getting on Superman. Yeah, which so, that's right. But here it says written by two. Yeah, so I think that they do that just for the the solicits. They just put it in right. that way, um, just for formatting sake. But in in the book, it does say storyteller. Yeah, and it's Fernandez on art on that one, uh, on the backup. The backup, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the that's the the ending of the sixth dimension story. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it was a uh, Animal Man by Jeff Lemire omnibus happening for anyone who's into the omnibus stuff. Omnibus uh, is announced this time, actually, isn't it? Because there's a an, a second print in of the the Batman and Robin by Tomasi. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's and a Snyder and Capullo Batman. Yeah, uh, volume one. Uh, first half, first thirty-three issues. Oh wow! So that goes all the way up to the start of Endgame. Uh, which yeah, we... I assume they're gonna wait a little bit for the second one and include. Mm. The, the the black label one. I wonder if Darnay Meld even gets thrown in there because I mean that's quite a lot because I mean that was a fifty issue fifty two issue series and they're doing thirty three in the first omnibus. Yeah. That's very lopsided. Yeah. It is, which makes me think they're going to include some other stuff in there in the second volume. 
Yeah, because it's got Court, it's got uh, Death of the Family, and Zero Year. And it's also got the Clunin stuff in there, too, so... Yeah, that's got everything. That is weird. Yeah, it just, you know, it just feels very lopsided, given that it's a 52 issue run. not overly surprised, though, because it was ripe for omnibusing. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, Doom Patrol, Bronze Age Omnibus. I'm happy to see that. Not because I'm going to get the Omnibus, because it means there'll be trades that'll go digital. <laughs> yeah. That, Yo, uh, do you see that Crisis point. box set? Yeah, there's a Flashpoint box set as well. Well, Don't I have all the Flashpoint price. stuff, because yeah. that's what... That's what did me in on on collecting everything to do with everything <laughs> so i have pretty sure i have all of those listed jsa by oh. john's book three happy to see that keep coming um, yeah oh man it's only a hundred dollars though that's not bad for flashpoint <laughs> yeah, i mean the crisis one's don't five. yeah don't don't like rush out and get it guys but if, if you should if you've got a hundred and you're interested it's not the yeah. worst deal you can get yeah like I spent far, far more buying Oof. them in single issues. That is a hefty why the last man omnibus. <laughs> yeah. One huge volume, fourteen hundred plus pages. That has gotta be damn near unreadable. That's that's about the same size as the uh I think it was the John's Teen Titans omnibus. That was about the same size. Uh, split that Brian Azzarello and Bermejo Joker trades coming out in paperback. Uh that getting a nice new reprint in. Yeah. Black label yeah. on it, no doubt. Probably. Yeah, I'm seeing a few a few things here. Uh, Trials of Shazam, um, by Winnick and uh, Porter. I actually quite enjoyed that series. It's not a traditional Shazam story by any any means. It's about Freddy picking up the mantle, but it is gorgeous. Like the art in it looks painted, mm. um, and it was a lot of fun from what I remember. It's, granted, it's been forever since I read it, but the fact that we're getting it. Uh, now is is pretty yeah. cool. Looks like they're um, giving Azarello's Wonder Woman the big trade treatment. So yeah, yeah, I'm have to get that. That'll only be three volumes then, I assume. Yeah, it's uh, one yeah. through twelve. In yeah. The first. So it'll be yeah, three I, I've got the I've got the omnibus on pre-order myself already because that's coming out in a month or two, I think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of interesting stuff in the collections coming up. But yeah, sources. There you go. We've been going a bit more in depth than those recently. And I think that's. Uh, it was a deep dive. It was a deep dive, and I'm okay with that. You, uh, can, you can blame uh, elsewhere in the multiverse for that one. Yeah, because we started doing it on that, of... and I was like, oh, well, we should probably give it equal treatment on the other show now. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Here we it are. A bit weird, didn't it? Um, but that's okay. I mean, that's it. If they happen to come out in a week where we have like 14 books, then maybe we'll <laughs> reconsider. We're slash it. Yeah. <laughs> Just bullet points. Okay, what was the important stuff that popped up? Boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Uh, so that, that pretty much wraps it up, though. So we can get on to books. So first up, then, this week, we have Superman issue 9, which means Connor's going to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> See you in a bit, guys. Uh, so this is this is John continuing story. If you remember, the last issue left off with... Oh, I should tell you, it's uh, Bendis writing, of course, with uh, Ivan Reese and Brandon Peterson on the art. Um, but You've yeah, been slacking on that late. I know, I know. Uh, so last issue ended with John. He was telling his story, and he ended up in on Earth Three with the crime syndicate. And mm-hmm. the, the issue ca- kind of starts uh, with like I'm just kind of like like well actually it starts with a dream actually I forgot about this it starts with this dream 
Uh, you know those right. visions that Zod's Superman's been having? Is, you know, Zod, Zod's yep. been having those visions of like a paradise where everything's like uh-huh. worked out. So let me see this vision that Superman has of future him and Lois with a grown-up John and a grown-up daughter. Yeah, uh, and it looks like John has the Thor treatment where he's missing an arm. He's missing an has arm. A, yep, it's going back. Yeah, um, and Connor, Connor's not there. So, but then again, we don't know if Superman knows about Connor. Yeah, so, yeah, we're at that point yet. And it's yeah. like, no, it's it's a world peace day and everyone's here to honor Superman. And we see like an aged up yeah. Bat family there. We see mm-hmm. uh, various characters. Um, yeah, so but it's, it's this, this vision of a perfect future. And, you know, next page, Zod family shows up. But it's like, ah, yes, we're here in honor of peace. And then something dark's coming out the sky. Um, which I've seen some theorizing is the Legion of Superheroes, uh, all those dark figures in the sky. Um, yeah, but, you think? I mean, I, I mean, I have no nothing myself to think that. I just saw people talking about it on Twitter. Gotcha. Yeah, I like looking at this page with everybody on there because you have Jimmy with a uh, wife and kid, and looks like the, the Wonder Woman has some kind of family. I don't know if that's supposed to be Donna behind her. Yeah, I think that's Donna behind her. Yeah, but yeah, the Bat family looks a bit different. Um, yeah, looks like there's two Batmans there, you know. Yeah, I think the second one's Damien. Dick's got a goatee. Yeah. I don't know if that. I mean, maybe that's yeah. Damien actually. That looks more Damien to me actually. His face. No, I think yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, I just like looking up all the other Shazam. You have um, just two Shazams though. You know, it's looks like Billy and Mary, and then a Green Lantern Corps, and then Starfire's there. That's that's really cool. Um. But yeah, so you think those dark figures are, are going to end up being the Legion? It could be. I can, I can see Bendis being the one that plays with that when they come back. Yeah. It just it seems very menacing, but I could see how you would think that. I, I think it's uh, because because this, this this fantasy or whatever it is, t- is taking place in the future. Not, not, yeah. that it's like, not that it's that met much in the future for that. Right. But I guess your mind just kind of jumps to that. Uh, well, yeah. That... I mean, because the, the guy with the lightning, that could easily be lightning lad. Yeah, it was that yeah. menace talking Superman. I think I saw him mention it on on the Twitters. Um, yeah. And yes, menace. You heard me, menace. Wow. So, <laughs> so he doesn't speak for both of us, there, bud. Uh, <laughs> you should hear what Matt says off off recording. Uh, so, yeah. So, so basically, they're they're trying to deal with the fact that the sons just told me I ended up with the crime syndicate. Uh, and then we actually get the story and how the crimes are kind of charge at him, but Ultraman grabs him and takes him away. And then this story is basically just about how he he trapped John in the bottom of a volcano with no yep. access to the sun, so he didn't have powers to get out, and just left him there for a long time, like feeding him occasionally and beating yep. him up occasionally. And it's just this really dark thing. I think what really worked for me about this is not mm-hmm. only just how demented Ultraman feels in these scenes, keeping him captive like this, but it's mm-hmm. when it actually finally comes back to Superman and Lois, and it just like there's this awkward tension in the air. Like he's like, "Do you guys need to hit something?" Yeah. And they're just like distraught that they're because he's like, "How long were you, you know, trapped in a in a volcano? How much? How, how long were yeah. you a prisoner?" And like John won't tell him. He just keeps saying, "How long? How yeah. long?" And it's like, oh, he's getting desperate he, to find out. Yep. And also, this is where I feel like they're starting to play with things because if I remember the crime syndicate right like their ultraman wasn't superman he was an astronaut that got sent up and things happened to and you know he needs the kryptonite it's like a drug Mm. so they got that part 
But for John to say, like, it looked like his dad, but, like, not. Like, it was familiar. And I get what Bendis was going for because this is the worst ideal he could have for a dad. Because that's what the, it seems to be here is, like, he he got away from Grandpa, who was having crazy things, to now he basically found a version of his dad that does the complete opposite of what his dad would do. You know? So, um not that it ruins the story in any way. I just, I mean, to be fair, I feel like Ultraman's always supposed to look like Superman. Like he's always supposed yeah, to have had that, the same face. Yeah, but then again, then that, that changes the the whole origin of him, which is meant to be a a backwards telling of Superman. Is that he's an Earth guy that goes up to space and gets corrupted versus, you know what I mean? I don't think it. He, I, don't he think, I don't think it spoils that. I, I think it's just a case of like he does look like him. Like you know, like cosmic like you know on this earth like this guy clark yeah, kent is this human being yeah yeah I, I guess i don't know just again the continuity wonk in me is like that, <laughs> that's not ultraman like especially when they kept the superwoman stuff you know what i mean is like, connor getting end. drunk what was what happening right now probably i'm not getting drunk i just got a glass of whiskey <laughs> a glass becomes glasses yes that's tomorrow (laughs) i have irish uh, whiskey at the ready for tomorrow oh Um, yeah it's the patrick's did to ask why he's saying that okay um but just the uh like i and i like the point of the story i just i feel like the pacing of of this now not being every two weeks and once a month it's it's kind of killed my exuberance i guess because I was really excited at the end of the last one to see where this was going to go. And then we got this issue. And then with the way that it leaves this one, I'm like, oh, I got to wait another one? Like, it, it's driving me a bit nuts. Yeah, I didn't feel that at all. I actually really liked how dark this felt with how Ultraman holds him captive for... for I mean, who knows? This could have been a year. This could have been three years. We have yeah. no idea how long he held him captive. He, John right. doesn't even know. He's not even okay. He had no way to tell how much time was passing. Um right. And in the end, of course, he does eventually like break out. He has whatever power he has left to try and like raid the volcano, <laughs> make it erupt. Yeah, and raid that's pretty surface. cool. And he's kind of like you know going around sneaking about helping people, but this world's not used to that because it's you know it's Earth three. And right. eventually, Superwoman finds him, which is Lois in this world. Right. So he's like, "Mom," and it ends with kind of like, "Okay, now the other parent, the evil version of the other parent, <laughs> is going yeah. to deal with them next issue." Uh, so that's kind of where we leave off. Um, I actually like this issue quite a bit. I I I I I like the. I, I think what's make, what's what's making John's story work for me is that it keeps coming back to how Superman and Lois are reacting to it and how how it's making them feel, mm-hmm. and them being shocked or them being like horrified of what's happened to their son, is making it kind of land for me in a way where if it was just here's the cosmic adventures of John Kent when he was off doing things. But mm-hmm. them having to like process all this stuff he's went through that he's not being he's you know, he's not being looked after that well he's not been sheltered he's not been these things he's been right. in this thick of it he's been through horrible things and they have to live with that that that's making it kind of work for me uh, plus you know crime syndicate's funny to, you know see and be around and yeah what's happening yeah it's just it's a weird issue with me because I just it, not that there's anything wrong with the content I just didn't enjoy it I guess. You know, like, I was like, okay, that's, like, it's fine, but, like, the stuff with the, the crime syndicate and, and getting swerved is okay, but as I was reading it, I was going, like, 
what's up with this dream? I want more of this. Well, that's clearly building to something because we've we've had Zod have the dream. Now we've had Superman had a similar dream. Clearly, we're building to something with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and I trust Mendes. But yeah, this is the first issue of Superman so far that it's just been kind of, it's just okay. Like it's not bad. The art I thought sometimes was a little the inks were a little bit spotty, but I know they were going for a darker tone through the art because mm-hmm. of what was going on with John. You know, so that, that's again probably intent. I just wasn't enjoying the good majority of it. Uh, that's fair. I, I mean, Pierce's art's not as good as Reese's, but it's it's. It's, yeah. not, it's not bad by any means. Yeah, but, um... yeah it's fine. I just again, I, I'm not a big fan of heavy inks, and I, that's a taste thing. Um, I mean, it's all well done, but it's not it... like when there's a type of music that you don't like, right? But you understand the, you know, why other people do, and you're just like, okay, that's all right. That's that's how I feel about this art. There's a couple of panels of Ultraman where he looks downright demented, and I kind of like that. Yeah, he he looks like a he looks like he should be like you know looking after the Bates Mattel and mm-hmm. dressing up as his mother. Uh, I get that kind of feel I, feeling from. I did like the you, you got any kryptonite? Oh yeah. It's <laughs> like why why would I have kryptonite? Like, <laughs> oh, I was just asking. <laughs> I, I, I you like don't that. get any more of that kryptonite? Well, and yeah, and it's like that's like your dad asking for drugs. Yeah. Like what? what what the hell that like so i did like that part but yeah again it was just i don't know yeah no i like this issue uh when was the last time i was positive on a superman book of some kind and matt was like oh yeah it's been quite a while doesn't happen often no it was not yeah. super hot on this one no no that is unusual he'll be back next month yeah. he'll be back next month how uh, much vodka's in that, that glass corner no, no, don't drink vodka. That's whiskey. Vodka has no purpose except to make something alcoholic. I like the taste of things, and vodka is just paint stripper. Okay, how much gin or whiskey or whatever you you put in that? He None. told you no. it was Irish whiskey. No, no, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. This here, I was no. listening. This here is a glass of Wild Turkey 101 American bourbon. So it's bourbon, yeah. It is. Which that's, it. that's my wife calls bourbon paint stripper. So no, notice, notice how he, he was Adam a couple of months ago. He was only having one glass, yeah. and he just held up another yeah. glass that's been poured. That's the same glass. This is the same one. That feel like he's a, doing magic. Is, on it's just this. a glass he's of Coke. Why don't you add one to the other? It, it even well, this it even says Coca Cola on the bloody glass. You can't show that. <laughs> what sort of logic is that? <laughs> it just, just I don't know. Have you ever? Have you ever seen that vine of the kid? He goes Pepsi glass, Coca Cola. Yeah. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, I love that vine. I'm, I'm going to go back and check, check the footage. I'm pretty sure Connor downed that shot of whiskey last time he held it up, uh, and that's a no, new glass. Arrow made me down one. Don't be wrong, but oh, it did. Yes, I, I rarely down whiskey. Okay, okay. Man, anyway, we got off track there. Uh, Super bad issue nine. Uh, I liked it. Matt was not as hot on it, but. Yeah, I, I like I like how demented Ultraman is, and the hor- horrifying kind of like response that the parents have to it. But uh, that's fair. What are you giving it, Matt? Maybe have a seven point five. It's not it's not great. It's not bad. It's but comfortably the lowest there. Matt's given Superman though. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a solid eight. Um, I like it. It's good. So we'll move on then to Wonder Woman issue sixty six. Which is G. Willow Wilson writing with Carrie Nord on the art. All right. Yeah, it is. So I'm going to. Yep, here it comes. 
I don't know about art, and I know you guys like Nord, but I, I specifically looked at the art throughout this issue multiple <laughs> times, and there are some odd things going on with the faces. Yeah. <laughs> can, I just, can I just point out how, how an interesting a sentence that was? I specifically looked at the art when I was reading this issue. Yes, it's a comic. You should be looking at the art. <laughs> what I mean is, I don't... I, I look over the art, but I, I'm there mainly for, for the words, and mm-hmm. oh, that, that it looks good, right? Unless it's a silent page, and then and then you're looking at context. But knowing that this was this was Nord, I wanted to specifically you, what, look. What you're saying is you wanted ammo. Okay, can, can I can I Not... can I just rewind right. before we even talk about the art and the interiors? Can I talk about the the face and the variant cover? Which for me something's really off about this face, and I don't even know what it is. We it... might be having a fight later. Because something about this face feels like it doesn't match the rest of the image. It's like the face is just a little bit too small or something like that. I don't know what it is. But it feels off. I'm not off. getting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting it either. It looks very much like Gal Gadot to me. Like, proportionally. You know how she's long? I don't know. And... Something about her face you know has weirded I mean? me out on this. Because this art looks like I should really like it. The actual art aesthetic. Do you think of... it's the, the slightly brighter light under, uh, under and around the eyes? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like the lighting effect, maybe that's know. what's throwing you off. Because that's the only thing I can think of when I'm looking at it. Because yeah. to me, it looks yeah, perfectly it's... fine. So it looks f- good, yeah. yeah. So about her head just feels off to me. Because I, I like the aesthetic of the rest of it, but you know. Well, anyway. Anyways, so so the rest of the art in this issue, I'm still not that I was looking for ammo, but I'm just like maybe I'm missing something. He was looking for ammo. Connor and Pete both yeah. both enjoy, and I still just like don't I don't get it. I don't get what you guys like so much. Connor in particular of, of Nord, so. Well, it's fine. You're wrong. <laughs> and, so uh, Nord draws a great uh, Giganta. I'll, I'll say that much. I, I think all these yeah. mythical beings are great. You got you got your uh, your various characters here. Who, who are the names? One was Cadmus. That's the Pegasus, right? Yeah, Irene is the 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 mm, Minotaur. Yeah. There you go. So look 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 at that first page. We're, we're the lady from DC. She's on walkie eyes. Like. I don't agree. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't agree wonky. she has wonky eyes. I, I think so. <laughs> I'm starting to say, you've got wonky eyes. <laughs> I wish I could make my eyes wonky. Just to show you what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I just don't get it. <laughs> Anyway, so she, she's with the mythical creatures and they're all having a happy time. It's like, oh, it's forest, it's, it's, it's nature, it's not polluted, it's all these things. Oh, shit, yeah. there's a titan. Yeah. <laughs> they're up in the Rocky Mountains, um, which that, that all looks great. And they're looking for a home that reminds them of home. And you find out that the, the, the Pegasus is um, got quite quite a drive, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate because that goes in. I think I remember some some stories from Greek mythology yeah. about lusty Pegasus. Yeah, you know, Damon so is the satire, okay. by the way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, Theater. so cha- giant giant rock titan, and they're like, yep. shit, call Wonder Woman, and she's like, she's on a quest. Yeah, well, screw her quest, call her. He's <laughs> like, fine. Yep. With, with Aphrodite, and yeah. I like that Aphrodite's riding that giant swan looking 
Yeah, she's, she's finally wearing some normal uh, clothes as well, which is clothes. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they can fly in, and they're like they're actually debating. That. I actually got a really kick at this conversation. We're like, are we sure this is a Titan? Are they mistaken? Because you know, a Titan is really hard to you know you know to to find in the real world. Yep. And then not only did they get shocked and see it's a Titan, no, 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 it's it's two Titans. There's two Titans fighting. There's there's clashing of Titans happening in the Rocky Mountains. Oh, you've mm-hmm. been waiting on that one, haven't you? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, I just like the idea he, that as soon as he read this issue, he was like, "Oh, I'm using that." Yeah. I did not. Connor assumes this all the time with me. Most of my puns are genuinely in the spur of the moment. I don't, I don't really think about them that much. Uh huh. I believe you. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, I, I like that the Titans are going at it, and it just seems otherworldly. Yeah. Like they, they've also lost their world, but they're going about it the same way. It's also it's very reminiscent of Thor. <clears throat> Because he's, you know, remind me of the Frost Giants. Yeah, okay, we How about that you know, panel of Aaron Wonder Trump? Woman holding up the foot of the Titan that's going to step on them mm-hmm. with the shield? She's just kind of like, yeah, so good, stopping it from crushing them. Very nice. Yeah. There's some great coloring going on there with you know all the heavy blacks and then just you know the the, the red uh, really yeah. of Wonder Woman showing up. So Diana's like, okay, I need some help to fight these things. I can't do it. I'm strong enough, but I'm not big enough. Is what she says later. She goes to Amanda Waller. <laughs> And this, this has the one page where I will grant Matt that there's a funny face. There is a funny face. No, yeah. I agree. It's the middle panel of Diana. Yeah. With Diana. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the one panel I will grant yeah. you in this book. It was like it's like a caricature. You're like, yeah, you're in a theme park. Draw me, and this is what they would give you if you were Wonder Woman. <laughs> you're a caricature, Matt. And <laughs> they have never been told that before. <laughs> Just making a statement. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like how she goes to Waller for a favor, and and of course because of the cover we know what that favor is. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, Giganta. But it's, but she's like, well, you owe me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, inter- interesting though. Uh, one of my other favorite things is so we cut back and they're running from the Titans, and eventually you know Giganta comes in and tackles one of them, and uh, before they have to chase after them towards the end of the issue. There basically becomes this debate about how much Giganta's getting paid because she's not doing this as a hero because she doesn't care about being a hero. <laughs> she wants yeah, paid. Right. I a... love the the back and forth banner which you're going to throw. Like from that first moment where yeah. she you know jumps off with the Titan, it's like yeah. Yeah, okay, what what's the tensile strength on this thing with the, yeah. Yeah. With the last? Yeah. So this led me to I realize I don't know a lot about Giganta. Like I've seen her in, in different. Let me bands. guess. You went on the wiki. I did, and. Like most Wonder Woman uh, villains I'm coming across, she is also a doctor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Doctor Minerva, you got Doctor Psycho. What's she? A I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. That's her. Her origin is all over the place. In the first appearance, which was written by the creator of Wonder Woman, um, William Moulton Marston, <laughs> she she was a a gorilla that gets turned into a human. Who's like this cave woman? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that one's yeah. not stuck. That one's not yeah. stuck. <laughs> no, very much, very much golden age. And then she doesn't appear again for years and years. Where she she had some rare blood disease. They try to give her transfusion through science. It ends up giving her these growing powers, which that actually never in her original form in the comics. She was just this big strong woman, you know, to, to you know to give Wonder Woman someone to hit. The growing powers didn't come until the Super Friends animated show in the late 60s, early 70s. And then it wasn't, I think, until the New 52 that they made all that canon. That she, you know, it was this whole science experiment gone wrong. 
So can I just yeah, not much on her. So, so in line with everything else, Wonder Woman. I I want to mm-hmm. interject here with just a, an, an aside, something that happened recently. Uva Bowl on the Twitters uh, went on a rant about Harley Quinn and said she's not really a not a real back character or comic book character because she came from the the, the animated show from the early nineties. Yeah. To which. And just because you brought up how like Giganta's size, which yeah. is the main thing we think of as Giganta, d- came, came, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, then okay, yeah. well by that logic, Superman shouldn't have Kryptonite or fly or have the Daily Planet or have Perry White. All these things came from the radio show. Yeah. Well, and then, what, and then, that, and then, like what Uva Ball says about that, comics. A, it's just, it's just, it was just funny. That's all. It was just funny. Yeah. I mean, comic comic books have always been part of the pop culture from from the time they were created. So. The fact that one leads to the other, I've always kind of liked. Like, we get these different versions of them, you know, uh, and you can tell what era. So, so, same with Batman. A lot of the Batman stuff came from, you know, the Adam West show. Mm-hmm. And and then that seems hokey, so they get rid of it and then they bring it back. Like, I like when we see the Shakespeare buffs show up oh, in, in art. I, I, hate, I hate to give Matt another pit panel, but yeah. there's actually another funny face. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's, a, it's after Giganta's shrunk down. The, the top panel of the, the four boxes, uh, Wonder Woman's... It's like a side view of Wonder Woman. Her lips are a bit weird. A little bit pouty. I'll, I'll give them it. I think that's just Karen Odd's side profile um, in general. Because like, that's, that's been consistent on all of it. Uh, I think that's just a taste thing rather than... A, you know, whereas the other one I would say was objectively a mistake. Sure. Um, this seems to be a thing he has on a lot of his yeah. side profiles. Yeah, just... Mates going, Matt. You know, I try not to talk. I just try not to talk a lot of crap about people. Your mates going, Matt. <laughs> I like hearing Norman the first time I said it. Yes. But no, I just, again, I don't like to talk crap about artists and stuff, you know, unless it's earned, like some of the other ones. I, I get like it. Ultimately, yeah, we're, we're here to review the books and. Yeah, and I just. You've got to say art. if there's bad art, you got to say what you feel, right? Yeah, and I just. So far, this is three issues with Nord, and I just I still don't like it. I will I will not I will fight you on if you have anything bad to say about the final page, which is them. You no, know, the final saying, page is probably the best page in the book. The saying they're going to work together, so they go off into the mountains to try and find the Titans, and Genetico's big, and it's just a huge, huge full page spread of all the giant Rocky Mountains and them walking yep. towards them. Uh, it's very pretty. Well, and I love just their their dynamic too, like the story in this. I I love. Um, I feel like it's probably, I don't want to say it's the strongest it's been since Willow, because there's been a lot of strong issues, but I thought this one was, was particularly strong. Um, sure. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I've got a, a good feel for all these new characters. There's a lot of band to go on, but we're still learning stuff like like we did about the Pegasus, right? Well, yeah, um, and like, and, and we're, we're finding out that this whole sphere of the gods might, you know, it, it's just gone. So all of these mythological creatures need somewhere to live. I mean, uh, Joe, Joe, I like about this. It's not even what the specifics of what are going on are. I, I just like the idea that, that there's definitely individual arcs here, but there's an overall like premise or status quo for the run as a whole, which is all these mythological creatures have been, you know, forced into the, you know onto regular Earth because Olympus yeah. has fallen and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. I like that that's a constant ongoing thing, no matter what else we're doing, and it's like everything's about like building towards the conclusion to that in some way. Yeah. Uh, but I also like that it's you know, it's pulled in Giganta, it's pulled in Kale, it's pulled in Ares. But we've, we've had a nice selection of Wonder Woman characters pop yeah. up. Yeah, it's, it's had a, a real good balance of showing you know traditional characters. Yeah. With a you know with a strong voice for the most part, and then also these new characters as well, who yeah. so far have been very likable. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I like too that when it comes to Wonder Woman's villains, she always tries to. Not that she's trying to befriend him, but she does try to talk with him, like Giganta. Yeah. Here, because like the last time we saw Giganta, she was stealing stuff for Darkseid, right? Like, yeah. you know, and and it was just a quick, you know, her tripping her up with the lasso and and stopping her, and and whatnot. And now here we actually get a character beat of of her. And we've had that with Kale. We've, of course, had it with Baran uh, as Cheetah. And so um, I feel like I like that that's Wonder Woman's thing. Is that she's not trying to have villains, like in the way that Batman or even Superman does. You know, like she doesn't want these adversaries because her whole thing is that she's trying to protect and she's trying to be compassionate. Yeah. And that, that means her villains, she even wants to treat them with the equal respect. And I think that sets her apart from some of the other heroes. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. So, no, I, I really hope that uh, Wilson, like, you know, sure, she may have a guest writer for that one issue, and that may happen occasionally, but I really ho- hope she's around for a while, because everything about this up until now feels like it's the setting the stage for a pretty long run. It feels like it's there's so many building blocks that are in place now. It does. But, um... Orlando, Orlando didn't do Jason, right? Did he introduce no, Jason? No, that wasn't, that, that wasn't him. No, okay. he did a little bit after, which I think okay. me and P- I think I tried one issue of. I think Pete did yeah. as well. I, no, I did. I, the issue I tried of actually was one of the better things I'd ever read from Orlando, to be fair. So, you know. Yeah. It was fine. But I mean, so I was like, what if Jason shows up in that one issue? Oh, How mad are we going to be? No, because he's, he's gone. He's, is he not no. gone? Yeah, but I'm saying. Yeah, but comics. I know, yeah. but like, they're going to bring him back for one <laughs> fellow issue. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Well, don't jinx it. No, no, so prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what, what are you guys rating this one? Um, you go first, Matt. You always go first. <laughs> okay. So, so try to pass the try to pass the the, the puck along there. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I like that analogy. But uh, yeah, so I have, I have issues with the art, but I still really enjoyed the story. So I'm gonna give it an eight. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8.5 really into it i will i concur with the 8.5 those those two panels with the weird faces if they weren't there i might have stretched to the nine but i have to yeah. i have to yeah. i like i like that i'm excited to read wonder woman again. oh sure yeah like it's yeah. it was one of my top books in rebirth and then after it has been a real rough road after Rucka left. Yeah, had a good, what, 30 like it's, issues it's of mediocrity. Well, I remember complaining about the, the Fontana stuff, and after the Fontana stuff... That Fontana stuff was like, okay. Give, give me the Fontana stuff yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. As like I was being a little bit too harsh because it wasn't Rucka. Like in hindsight, yeah, you know, me and Pete so, were quite into that that little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that. I mean, out of the five issues, I think there was like two weaker ones, but three of them were pretty good. So it was, you know, it was overall. It came out pretty. Forward. It's still a memorable story, but I still can't. Well, and it's probably because I put it out. I still can't really remember what happened with Darkseid and 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 the daughter and <laughs> Jason. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but yes. I remember the Fontana stuff. So that's always good. No, I mean it's one of the more exciting books I've got. I think when it comes out, like it's it's and the you know typically it'll be yeah, like two look, tiers looking at like the the books this week in terms of excitement this was uh, up there with justice league dark for me which you know everyone knows i'm a big fan of. yeah yeah uh anyway so, we'll move on then to the flash issue 66 joshua Wilson writing with scott collins on the art um oh look his name is spelled with one l is it should it be collins <laughs> scott collins well, i've heard it say collins yeah okay i just yeah 
Because it's it's weird because he's got Scott with two T's, which isn't weird in and of itself. But Scott, I've seen Scott with one T much more often than I've seen Colin. Yeah, with, well, here when it's L. a name, it's two T's. But when you're referring to like your homeland, it's with one T. You know, those, but those I've people never named met... Scott with one T. Hey, hey. Really, I've never met all the Scots I've ever met have two T's. No, the, no, I think to, at least in America, typically uh, Scots have two T's. That's why people get really annoyed about Scott Free, right? Because it's one T. Yeah. And it's like no, 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 but it's a, it's a pun. You know, the the, the name's a joke. That's why right. it's one T. <laughs> and people don't get it. Yeah, I've met people named Scott with one T. It's, it's I, not... I have as well, but I think yeah. t- t- traditionally in America, two T's is the standard. Yeah. Um, but Collins with one L is weird. Um, I am <laughs> not, not. Yeah, but I, I believe I've heard it. Being a C, but you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, b- I believe I've heard it. It's not. No, his parents I've are more common fans. <laughs> We we tear all the C's to K's. That's that's a, that's a Mortal Kombat thing. All right. <laughs> so well, let's talk about Flash. And I'm, I have to. This is the one thing that I was going to. Of um, <laughs> No, I was going to 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 read to see the differences because this is a villain spotlight issue. Oh that, sure. Like you you can so you could tell that Williamson is working from the Johnsian method. Yeah, no. of, of the Flash. I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised you bring that up because this reminded me of like the heatwave issue and Johnsy's run, or I think there was like a Mirror Master run as well. Uh, Mirror issue Master as well, and Captain Cold, which that Captain Cold issue is probably one of my That's favorites. Right. Um, just because of of what it did, it, it took a break from what Johns was doing and really filled in the blanks and why I loved his Captain Cold so much. When other when other people write him, it just feels off. And that issue right there is probably why. I praise. So in in that comparison, did this live mm-hmm. up to those for you? For me, no. Oh, okay, that's good. I thought it was yeah. a kind of a big old meh. Yeah, <laughs> and and I don't want to chalk that up to being the trickster. I just I don't I don't understand the flow of the issue. I feel like Williamson got lost in the weeds himself here. I even have problems with the flashbacks. Yeah. So like the the whole thing is like oh it's a trick and like and I get playing that for the audience of the show, but uh-huh. that's really counterintuitive to the entire narration. Right, because when you get to the end and he talks about he has to overcome the to, to, the one thing to escape is to come over his fear, and then you come to find out he never had that fear in the first place. Yeah. So what does that mean in the story that we're getting in in Iron Heights? Because yeah. the, so you're telling me he could have just always escaped, but he didn't want to go to the roof. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. So, um, but I'm, I'm I'm just looking. Yeah, it's. It, I Williamson's working. I, this is one Flash villain I have. Because uh, when I started reading Flash, he was with the FBI, and whatnot. So I never went back to the traditional trickster stories. But it's looking like on here, the wiki I'm on, Williamson followed it pretty close because he was a trapeze artist, his, his family. Uh, and that's where the uh, Harlequin costume comes from. His, I don't have a problem with that in concept. No. I just have a problem with the way the narration seems to be at mm-hmm. odds with what the story is. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, I thought it was a little hokey. Like, that he was like, I, I figured the way that it was being told was that was the trick, that we don't know if he's lying. No, right? Okay. Yeah. And that's what I thought. So that's why I wanted to go back and see if, if the circus acrobat stuff is there. And sure uh, yeah. enough, I feel there. like Pete's being suspiciously quiet. Yeah. 
I just didn't have any strong feelings on it. Like, <laughs> you two came in here, all these... I, I thought it was okay. I, I thought it was a nice enough spotlight. I, I liked the, the little thing where his family were ripping off the Flying Graysons, called the Flying Jessies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, well, and I, and I like what it does in the story of him being upset that someone's ripping him off. Right. Yeah, like when, I, I like. Comes around. I like where this leaves at the end. The idea that he's been gone for so long, and he's like, yeah. because he's finally been forgotten. I, I guess if you want to like try and justify why he doesn't escape for so long when he's not really afraid, like he says in the narration, right. it's that uh, uh, deep down he actually wanted to be forgotten because, as the Flash said to him, and when he caught him, is like, no one's surprised anymore when you trick them because everyone knows right. who you are. It's not. It's not a trick anymore. When you know you're going to be tricked, it's not a trick. So. Right. You could almost read it as he actually is intentionally waiting a long time so that when he comes out as this new trickster, he can pull this big grand trick that he's building up to probably in the next arc. And you know, I, I like that. Uh, I like that plot part of it. I like what it leaves him convoluted. Yeah. You know? Sure. I I will say that the art definitely made it feel like a John's Flash. It did because because it is Collins, and uh, and yeah, you know, I, I give Williamson credit for trying. I just. The flow of the issue fell off. Yeah. Well, so far, I'm not a huge colors. I really like the colors, uh, especially the bit oh. where he's out on the on the top of Iron Heights. Mm-hmm. All those blues in the rain. I, I thought that those look real nice. No, I like the full shot of Iron Heights with all the crashing waves around it and all that stuff. Um, I, I mean, I kind of like the flashbacks on their own. Like, I like the idea of like they intentionally made it look like the audience that they were forcing their son on onto, onto the wire. Yeah. <laughs> Only for him to like you know pretend to almost fall, but like, nah, yeah. it's a trick. I'm perfect at this. Like I yeah. like that on its own, but it's a solid act. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel that's going forward is going to be because he's been the one that's been in the shadows since the beginning of Williamson's run. You know, he's the one that saved Axel after the uh, Strength Force stuff. You yeah. know, that that's who kicked all that off, and he's the one with with the. Um, the serpents and whatnot when working on Iron Heights, uh, not the serpents, but uh, what was it, Copperhead, yeah. and that he he was he was doing sleight of hand there too. So I'm curious to see where this goes because you know Trickster is one of those type that's been around for a while. I just don't feel like he's he's had his due because I'm even looking at the wiki and there's really not a lot there. You know, he just kind of was the villain of the week. Who hung out with the rogues? It's not like Captain Cold or uh, Mirror Master, um, and I, and I feel like Williamson trying to put it up on those levels. It still feels like a, an, I don't want to say an imitation, but it, it doesn't quite have, have the gut punches like the Mirror Master does. You know that mm-hmm. issue when you find out, you know, after he became an assassin and who one of his targets were, or you know why Captain Cold does things for his sister's memory through that run um here it's just kind of like oh okay like because his parents were jerks yeah i guess that's the the thing but no um i I did like parts of it though like like pete was talking about the whole i i I generally enjoyed it like i think the arts because the arts very like you know john's era flash and i like that on a flashbook um i like the idea of focusing on a villain list i like the idea of setting them up I mean, there is some murky elements as to as to like, yeah. you know, why wasn't he escaping then? If it was again, like I I kind of explain yeah. it by like that end result is why is because like, no 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 all yeah. this time he he has been forgotten. He now wanted and to be forgotten. It'll be a trick again. So, right. um, but I just feel with the way that it was being told though, it came off clumsy towards the end there. 
You know, yeah. like maybe maybe Williamson should have been a little bit more clear in him wanting to be there mm. and having them think he was afraid of heights. Like, because I, I didn't I, get that from I didn't get that from Ward the warden. I think the all. point is that it's supposed to be tricking us. Yeah, but it just doesn't work. No, and that's what I said. I thought I was waiting for a trick, and when you get there, it was I went, oh yeah, okay, whatever, you know. Mm, yeah. But no, I again I appreciate the effort because I do I do I mean I am a mark for that John's flash run and that's one of the things that got me back in the comics so I'm not not gonna be mad at that. But you're in the then, Matt. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a seven. Like it was it was fine. The art is art's Collins. Like I'm not gonna find fault there. Yeah. But yeah, the story's just kind of eh, you know. Connor, I give it a five. Oof. I mean, like I said, it was a big old mess. So I mean, that's <laughs> it's as average as it gets. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, I think I liked it a bit more than you two did. Uh, I don't agree with the big old meh <laughs> comment. Uh, I felt felt like a warm blanket, even if it was a little bit messy in places. So that'll take us on to Supergirl issue twenty eight. Mark and Draco writing with Eduardo Pansica on the art. Uh, end of last issue, the the the, the clones that uh, what's his face made. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Hokum. Hokum, there you go. Henry Hokum. Uh, Hokum had made these like clones out of the, the fallen Omega Men uh, with Supergirl's DNA. So they're kind of like Supergirl clones mixed with all these other people. Uh, but they're all evil and monstery and they're, they're fighting and the Omega Men are fighting them. It's a whole thing and they're fighting back and they're trying not to hurt them because they might actually still be the people in there some in some way. Uh, right. But then eventually, when they win, all the bodies just kind of disintegrate. And like, I didn't mean to kill them. That wasn't meant to be as much enough to kill them. Uh, but basically, their DNA was flawed, and they were going to die anyway, no matter what. They were they were going to deteriorate and die very quickly. Yeah, because Hokum, like, he didn't care. He just wanted them up now. Yeah. Like, uh, and he was even warned. But I like this issue a lot with the action. Like, I thought the the art did oh, yeah. a real good job at I, selling a lot of it. I love the especially- art. Yeah, especially with Kara's dilemma because she's fighting versions of herself. Yeah, um, and then the big the big money moment actually is she speaks to uh, Starfire's brother, and she's like, I, I, "I need a solar charge like it really quickly," and he's like, "Okay," and he, there's this big full page of of him kissing her, and she's all like surprised, and yeah. it's basically his his thing is that that's the quickest way to charge you as, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Which, it's, yeah, which goes in line with Tamaranian lore because yeah. we know that. That Starfire can absorb languages through a kiss and whatnot. So I thought that was fun. It's just, do we think this is really Starfire's brother? Like, because I feel like he's Tamaranian, but I'm looking up for, like, any other instances, and it just feels like an odd place just to uh, just to throw him in there, I, you know? I have no reason to think that he wouldn't be. Yeah. I guess. Um, that sounds like you're second-guessing like, yourself into a problem, Matt. <laughs> well, no. I like the character being there. Yeah. But why, why does he have to be Starfire's brother and not just a... Oh, sure. Movie? Okay, that's, that's you know fair. You I mean? That's fair, yeah. That, I mean... Uh, for me to be clear, you know, because um, yeah. I, I feel like we can always use more Tamaranians. They're a really cool alien race. Yeah. You so, know? Supergirl's so pissed uh, about the, the the horror that, you know, that Hulkam made these mm-hmm. things just to die. And there's a great page where she, like, she's just looking up at his ship that's above their ship, and she's like, he or he's like, she's looking at me. How is that possible? And then she just like flies up to their ship, and like causes a hull breach and everything. You know, stuff's getting sucked out, pressure's going, 
Um, it's a it's a whole thing, and then something really violent happens, which is not Supergirl's fault. She's holding yeah. on to Holcomb's hand as like the circle, because he mentions the circle, this the, this mysterious yeah. Illuminati that was behind the destruction of Krypton, but they, they didn't actually approve of it. With, you know, because they've been saying that all along that Rogelzar was told went not rogue. to do it, and then went rogue. Yeah, uh, but she's holding on to Holcomb's arm, and then the circle seemed to teleport him away. But because she's holding on to his his hand like his hand just kind of like rips off the rest of his body and she's she's left holding this hand that's dripping blood and i thought oh that was actually like, like evil dead-esque i'm kind of into this yeah i like i like that because she was gripping so hard yeah and that he just teleported you know it was almost like he got sucked through a wormhole you know yeah. um but yeah that was really good and then they find all these specimens and Kara goes off it's basically that scene from Alien Resurrection where Ripley finds all the specimens of the clones yeah and like you know unleashes like hell on it she does that with a super breath uh, it's the whole thing so Holcomb gets killed um, the main icicle villain the one that's been uh, you know what's his yeah, face the, the crystal the crystal yeah um, I think yeah. we find Zinder. her uh, Gandello is her name mm-hmm. and she's the mother of course of uh, Zinder yeah uh, so she she actually jets him into into space. So he's he's out in there. He's out in space floating. He's dead. He's you know he's yep. good as dead. Which is funny because that's what he kept threatening people with. Yeah, I'm gonna jettison you into space, and then that ends up being uh, being his fate. Um, which I kind of like now that that Supergirl helped the Omega Men here that they got rid of their their main, you know, the person they've been fighting. So she's yeah. done some good out there. Yeah, they they have some some of the uh the dead specimens that were sort of more like, yeah, you know, not just like little pieces in a in a in a jar, and they've got them in stasis in the hopes that they can maybe like try and help them in some way. Uh, so the uh Tamarian sort of, sort of tries to apologize for the kiss, and she's like, that's ah, okay. It was kind of nice, I guess. And he's like, do you want another charge? And I actually thought the same thing she did. I was like, oh, he's trying he's he's trying to get another kiss. What's what's yeah. going on here? And he's like, no, 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 give me your hands. So he just gives her like a sort of more you know, normal charge. So it's just fully yeah. charged. Uh, and, and this this always, I like when the Kryptonians and the Tamaranians get together. Like, I always like the idea of Starfire looking up to Superman, mm. you know? Um, and that she's kind of low-key part of the the Superman family. And so here, I feel like this is another one of those instances. And this is you know? when Zinder and Crypto show up and kind of catch them <laughs> holding hands and it's this awkward moment. But... Uh, yeah, because we, we see we see Zinder and Crypto for a, a second earlier on. There's like a page of them just kind of being like, okay, how do we find Kara? And Crypto's all annoyed and like, please, let's find Kara. Uh, just in dog speak. Yeah. Essentially. Well, I also, there's earlier in the issue when they're talking and Zinder's talking to, to Crypto. Mm. I just, I love that so much because he's like, yeah, I know, I miss her too, but like, I can't go back because then she'll know I'm a spy. And. Crypto just keeps barking at him and he's like, and he responds like they're actually having a conversation. Now he is, you know, um, a, uh, a Kaluan, So maybe he can speak whatever crypto speaking, <laughs> but if not, okay. I still like how it was played. Yeah. So we see the circles telling, uh, 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 Gandello off like, no, you have to like shut this down. Like, you know, we're not actually behind this. Rogel Zara's, and then Gandel's like, no, you're fools. I'm going to put out the hit order. And she puts out an order for uh, Supergirl's head. Like, she wants Supergirl dead. And we see all these Rogelzar supporters at the, in the last page sort of chanting Rogelzar. They're, they're coming for, for yeah. Supergirl. Well, also is that Sardath is part of the circle. And we know that's Adam Strange's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. 
So that's pretty big. And then some general on Thanagar, although with everything going on in Justice League, is Thanagar and Thanagar Prime different? Yes. Is that? Okay. So then this is, okay. So I think then so. This is the, the, this is the Thanagar representative, which is interesting because Rand and Thanagar are constantly at war. So. I mean, people, people can correct me, but I think like yeah. Thanagar still exists, I think. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. So, so I just brought up Reander, right? Uh, and, um, brother. Yeah. yeah, and he's been around since New Teen Titans by Marv Wolfman and Perez. Oh, there you go. He's also used in the original Omega Man comic. Um, so he's not that random then? No, he's not. So it makes sense why they're using him because he would be with the Omega Men. So, that, that's which, a, and, so I'll go back to what Drake I said. You were outthinking yourself a little bit. Right. Mm. Um, but... No, apparently he was known as, as Darkfire, too. So, um, yeah. There you go. Um, no, I really like this issue. Cool. Like, you know, I we've been digging this Supergirl run, and I think mm-hmm. this, you know, the first issue of this arc, which was like the first like sort of issue captive on the ship, was a little bit slower. But uh, these last couple have been really good. The action has been yeah. fun. The supporting cast that we're building around her has been very likable, and uh, like. I actually like we're kind of almost in a love triangle right now, and I say kind of because yeah. it's not it's not that strong a, a yeah. thing, but no, it, even that's making me chuckle a little bit because it's all just kind of these awkward like like yeah. oh this is kind of you know this might mean something but it's awkward I don't want to talk about it kind of thing, um, and I'm having fun with it so good yeah definitely and I like the the, the horror elements that are played here which is the clones and Supergirl having to take them out and. Uh, then you know, Holcomb's hand being ripped off is yeah. also her is... using that axe is never. I'm never mad at. Of like, course, that's always a cool moment. So Supergirl's got a giant Thor axe. Why would you be upset yes. about that? Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's just like the last issue, which is to say, it's very mm-hmm. you know bold, nice strong lines, colors mm-hmm. very good. Uh, really, I really yeah. have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah, those, those the scenes with Zinder and Reander always look good too. Yeah, like uh, so. Yeah, it's a very colorful book because you've got people who are orange, you've got people who are green, <laughs> like you got a bright blue and red uniform. Like yeah. you've got all these things. It's, it's, it's kind of what I want out of uh, of a super book, you know? Like mm. it's her interacting with all these different aliens, um, and and yeah. So and even with the Omega Men, and you know, we'll, we're probably getting away from them now because now it seems like we're we're back in the original intent of her coming out here. Yeah, you know. Um, and and we have uh, what looks like Rogelzar's home planet, which is on the outskirts of the galaxy. Um, yep, and they so, all want to kill Supergirl now because the hit's been yeah. put out. So, uh, what are you giving yeah. Supergirl twenty eight? Uh, this is a nine. I really enjoyed this one. I'm honestly finding it hard to argue. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also going to give it a nine. I really, I'm loving Supergirl right now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Connor, wake up. Uh, so that'll take us on to <laughs> Justice League Dark Issue 9. I'm paying attention. James Tyre in the fourth, uh, writing with Alvaro Martinez and Miguel Madoncha on the art in this issue. Uh, it's it's like you don't know me that I hear the word Justice League Dark and wouldn't just perk up immediately. So last issue <laughs> ended with uh, Chimp and Co. taking everyone into Mirror to, to run. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lords of Order showed up, which is Fate and his cronies, uh, who are explained a bit more in more detail in this issue. And uh, who they Yo, are. Yo, just real quick, we're getting somebody wearing that full suit, right? Of all the I really think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
because it's like because well, yeah, like obviously you got, you got face helmet but you've got like these gauntlets of this and you've got the yeah. cape cloak of yeah. that and you've got the the the, the boots of this and so, 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 so that they're all a different person yeah in the sense that you know the, the helmet is yeah. naboo so we're, we're getting right. super fate right we're getting super fate at the end of this yeah like like voltron yeah you know five to one <laughs> so if it's probably going to be one of the members of the dark right just like dark so who who would you think is going to be the one to wear the armor because I don't want to say Wonder Woman, because that seems too uh, obvious, right? That, that's the thing. My gut instinct is Wonder Woman or Zatanna. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Jason Blood is not Etrigan anymore after the, after this issue, yeah. so maybe he Oof. can wear it so he can get something to do. There, there's not many times I'm reading a comic at work and I yell, holy shit, in, in which it draws the attention of other people. Scott, that I'm was really a moment. Glad I don't pay attention to front covers too much before yeah. I read the comic, because mm-hmm. this says Demon No More on the front. And I, I didn't see that before I read it. And there was a few pages before it happened. I went, are they going to do this? Because just there was something in the dialogue that um, I think he says, oh, you know, uh, yeah. I, we've been bound by the, the most powerful magics on Earth. Right. And I'm like, oh, they're so undoing it. Yep. So, yeah. That, um, and now that page where they literally rip them apart from Etrigan is probably the best page in the, the issue. It's kind of fantastic. I, like that. I also like the beginning where we get Khalid's like, story and just how disorientating the Tower of Fate is, and yeah. even with the panels, you know. Um, I, I love the it, first page. Is it uses the the helmet as the oh, the background for the layouts. Yeah. yeah, but there's there's that page. It's it's the double page that it just there's odd angles for all the panels. Yeah, they're just symmetrical. Oddly. Yeah, it's it's real cool. I like all that. But yeah, and then we get these. These guys, the I'm gonna call them the Fate Core. Um. <laughs> yeah, because the the opening stuff with Khalid is basically just okay. He, he, we start to hear arguments between Kent Nelson and, and Naboo, yep. and it kind of led to them obviously him getting put in the jar, which is what we've been dealing with. Yep. And man, yeah. that took him out. Um, just casually put him in the jar. Just casually put him in the jar. So Connor, you're you're a go-to Fate guy, right? Yeah. Like you've read more than than me or Pete. Naboo always a dick. Or is it yeah. something that like, like yeah, Nelson yeah, always, always has to like? He has to counterbalance it and be like, "No, we can't do that." Yeah, um, he's always a dick. <laughs> okay. Usually, so, like, because I think his thing is order, and usually yeah. that translates to being the righteous side of things, even though he's a dick about it. Right. Uh, well, you can be on the righteous perception... side and and still be on the bad side. Right. You know, right. There, there... You, okay. Usually, his order lines up with right. saving the world. Right. Because hmm. that's usually a good thing through any means necessary. I mean, that's yeah. that's 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 lawful evil, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, that's that's probably you know? what I'd call the lawful evil. Yeah. Okay. So um, now now there's there's four more of him, and I have yeah. to believe they're just equal amounts of dick. Like, yeah. Um, and and, and you know, so one of the hosts is uh, Xanadu. Yeah, which she kind of yeah. got the short end of it because she just got a cloak that she has to wear like a mask. Like yeah, um, didn't get the cool breastplate or the gauntlets or the the boots. Um, <laughs> no, nope, she got the cloak of Sira. Yeah, um, but it makes her look cool. Like mm. yeah, uh, yeah. So... And, and Chimp not knowing what to do, and then Blue Devil showing him up. He's like, no, you use the sword to recall everybody back. He's like, I can do that. How how did you know? Well, I read the instructions. Yeah, they basically just and then, regroup, and yeah. then it's like, okay, ready to prepare, but it's like, ah, oh, nah, shit. I mean, Mirror may already be lost because you know yeah. 
the, the fake core as Matt Pusser is, you know, laying yeah. waste to mirror. I, I love that, that Bobo's reaction to uh, the Etrigan and Blood being split is the exact same as everyone else. Just, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then Etrigan taken off. Back to hell, you, you pansy. Like, I think it's interesting. That, I think it's interesting that Blood actually is upset about this. He's like screaming for Etrigan yeah. as he's been taken away. Yeah. Um, well, because but... I always got it that when it first happened, he was upset that he was bound by him, kind of like the yeah. Hulk. Yeah. But then he ended up learning to like over, hey, over I can a do thousand a lot of years. They kind of came yeah. to a bit of a agreement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the moment plays well, though. I think it, 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 the moment plays really smart in how it handles it, and how it how it portrays it, and yeah. like you say, yeah. uh, Chump's reaction and everything else but um i have to admit though i didn't love this issue as much as you two did and that's because you're an awful person and like (laughs) this book's really frustrating for me because when it veers more into horror i tend to love those issues right you go back to the first couple issues you go to that that tales from the crypt style issue with man bat love that issue right everything with mirror i've just been kind of like eh it's okay so this is how i found out that that Tynan's exploiting my sauce. I love relics, right? Like I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan for this kind of thing. <laughs> so if you give me magic and you associate them with relics and like they take over somebody, I'm there. Hey Matt, like, no, Matt, I'm all for that as long as we don't actually see that much of the magic being used. I like it yeah. being something that's kind of spoken of oh, yeah, that we never I see. Yeah, like, I, I don't care. You you, I, you give I, me you know Barbara Minerva, right? You give give yeah. me her hunting for one of these relics, but we never really see it get used beyond maybe a little bit at the yeah. end. I'll be into that story. Well, again, this all makes sense again because I love Barbara Minerva. <laughs> what, so, what he just described there was issue eight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, you all know how much I love that issue. So, like here, I wasn't expecting like to get full bore. Like we saw them show up, but I didn't expect them to be people like we we already knew. Because it seems like the ones that they've plucked, like Xanadu is the only one I'm familiar with, but I'm Me sure too. if you pull up these names. Yeah, I'm sure they they're... are people, but Xanadu is the only one I knew at yeah. first glance. Yeah. And so it seems like they'll they'll stick around for a little bit eh, throughout this arc, at least. Um, and like, just the fact that you gave us these boots and gauntlets and a cloak and a helmet, like, I- I'm sure someone's going to, to Voltron the shit out of this. Yeah. So... Uh, and then we also get um, Wonder Woman and Satana's mission, where they're still hunting down uh, Mordru. Uh, Mordu? I, I always yeah. mix this up. Mordru. Um, yeah, they go to Cersei. They go to Cersei. So seeing her again, like, and it's the version of her I really like, you know, that, that from the Rucka run. Um, and you know that she's playing her own game at all of this, because they even bring up, like, her, her, them defeating Hecate. Yeah, uh, and, and how she set, set that in motion. So, um, and this all ends up with with it looks like the the fate core have destroyed Mira. Yeah, it's already uh, happening. Which, yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> I'm I'm sure Blue Devil is going to be super upset with Pobo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, but Bobo has all the best lines in in this issue. Yeah. You know when um when Khalid and Mambat show up at the end and I was like, wasn't he trapped in a vase? Like, I got him out. And it's like, who let the crazy mad scientist learn magic? Haven't you got yep. us into enough trouble as it is? I, I also like when Khalid's talking to Mambat and he goes, don't you have another serum that like is more menacing? Like you're not just running around. And he's like, with yeah, a, yeah. A it's in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I like yeah. that too. 
Yeah. I um I really like that Swamp Thing design uh, on the on that double page spread for the end yeah. you know, with, the, with all the horns and the tusks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's looking good. Uh, yeah, it's I'm really enjoying this. Like this issue is like again Etrigan being pulled apart, which I'm only familiar with him from Demon Knights and onward. I have never been that into Etrigan, but I know enough about him that this is a huge moment, and he's yeah. running back to hell. So. You know, maybe we'll see a new demon that, that blood bonds with and he can still be the demon. Even if they come back, I'm like, it, it still had a huge moment yeah. in, in the issue because it was mm-hmm. totally unexpected. And I can see him coming back and choosing to get rebound for the sake yeah. of the partnership. Like, because yeah. they, you know, like over the over the, well, the thousand years. They've and and if I remember Demon Knight, Demon Knight's right, Xanadu was their lover and she yes. was playing both of them. Yeah. You know, so if they want to play into that, there's that now too. It's it's a bit of a classic trope, but I I'm always a sucker for uh, something that was forced before, but then later on the characters yeah. get a choice and choose to yeah. re you know reengage in whatever it was out of because it, it gives them their own sense of agency where him making the choice to do this for the right reasons makes him more of a hero than he ever was before because it's like it's again it's agency. Yeah, I think I'd like to find out, yeah, Etrigan. Uh, it's not like he just runs off. It sounds like he's summoned to hell mm. now that they're separate and he doesn't really have a choice in it. See. I don't know. It seems to me like he he took off on his own. Like he's like, oh, I'm finally free of this. I'm, um, see you later. You know. Okay. Um, let me uh, see. Uh, I'm gonna pull... Because he says Etrigan, no, because he goes with Neron's call to hell and back end. I can't remain another second. Um. Yeah, yeah but you no. Know, when he's trying to grab him, it almost right. looks like I can see Etrigan's hand reaching back out in the swirl. Maybe. So I don't know. Yeah, I know, but I'm 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 again I'm here for it. Like, um, yeah. So Mark Berlin, who's one of them, has been around since 1959. He's in the House of Secrets book. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna pull up the other names. I'm just looking for him right Mark now. Mark Merlin was one of them. Yeah, that's the one I pulled up. And then he's been around. The Prince of Ramon. Yeah. Uh, and now we're gonna look up Ibis the Invincible, which yeah. I'm sure. Pete's loving all of this. Oh, I just, uh, that, that, that's Egyptian, right? Ibis. Yeah. Uh, I wonder any he's... any relation to, to any of the, the the Black Adam stuff. Also, plays yeah, Adam also known as Amentep. Uh, he's been yeah. around since the forties. Uh, published okay. by Fawcett Comics. So that's interesting because of how. Um... So when I said uh, Black Adam, there I may not have yeah. been a million miles away. No, not at all. Um... And then, oh yeah, he he's been he's been running around with Sargon and whatnot. Okay, cool. From back back in the day, yeah. His actually his first comic was Wiz Comics number two from 1940. So and see that's another thing. I'm a sucker for all these classic like characters coming back. Yeah, yeah like and then the last one is Gregorio. Oh. Once known as Extrano. What a name. Yeah. But so is it Gregorio de la Vega. Like, yeah, I like his name real person. Which extra, yeah. extra, You can tell me I'm Matt are way more into this book than Pete. Yeah. Like, quick, give me every detail. Yeah. Uh, he is. Um, well, on this art's great throughout as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, the uh, the the stuff with Wonder Woman and so says the the uh, different artist, right? Um. That's the second one, uh, but it looks different. But it gets away with it because it's you know literally in a different you know dimension, right? 
Yeah. The rest of it's all on mirror, and that stuff's, you know, over there. Oh, wow. Extraño is super weird because it involves the Guardians of the Universe. Um, so he was a minor magician. His magical powers were heightened by the procedure because he was chosen by the Guardians of the Universe as part of their Millennium Project, which was to teach him the true nature of the cosmos. So he went from being a minor magician to, to Extraño. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's Peruvian. His, he he has a crystal skull that he, he uses things out of. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, yeah. So I, again, I like the Titans doing his homework here and pulling these obscure characters out from like the the history of DC. So it makes it seem that much big. Like, because if he is killing magic, it seems, you know, unlike other times that they've killed magic, you're pulling it out from the root to start it in Yeah. Name. And I think that always helps because, like Pete likes to point out, magic's cool when you know the rules, and because then you can do proper story stuff instead of just having it like, oh, it's like this because magic. It's like why I enjoy Zatanna so much is she's so powerful, but she has to channel it through saying things backwards. Yeah, there's a rule. Yeah. So. It's not that great a rule. She can still do pretty much earth as long as she can say it backwards. Yeah, but then you get fun words to say backwards. Yeah. Oh, I never even try and read them backwards. Sure that. Oh, I do. Um, yeah, I'm going to say something perhaps controversial. I think I'm dropping this book. Um, oh no! Look, I just I wanted to trim the fat a little bit uh, between my pull, not just on DC. Like I mean, I've dropped a few Marvel and other books as well. Um, and I don't think there's anything bad about this book. I like this book. I think it's well written. I think it's perfect for people who care about this shit. I just don't. <laughs> And well, I really like when it gets more horror focused. It's been like you know, like maybe twenty five percent of the issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not I, enough for me. I'm I, loving it. I I'm loving that this. this is a pulp book. It's just, hitting on all aspects. I just, I just, I just love having a, a proper magic book again because we we didn't have yeah. one through all of the rebirth up oh, until this that's, point. That's and... great. You you can enjoy it. I I I really don't care if there's one. <laughs> so I'm poor curious. Pete. At least. Coming into this, he also Justice League Odyssey, which is gonna be the sci-fi book. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I one dropped, of his favorite characters of all time. I dropped that you know? due to quality. <laughs> That's what yeah. is getting dropped because I just don't care about what it's, what it's doing. It's not that it's well, bad. It is objectively a better book. It is a better yes. book, but I just I think I'm done, and I think it's an easy one for me to cut and not feel bad about. And you two will talk yeah. about it anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, there's no way we're dropping this. Is there? You, 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 you don't need me to. Uh, um, but hey, what are you rating them at this issue? If we can finally yeah, end so this. Yeah, I'm going to miss an 8.5. Also, I want the full Voltroning. You better, when that happens, I'm going to lose it. That's the, I don't care if Pete's not reading it. When that yeah. happens, the episode title is The Full Voltron. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter what else happens that week. We'll see. Do you know what's Actually, I, when I was reading the books, there was like a bubble, and I went, that's the title, and I forgot what it is. <laughs> it's bugging me now. Do you remember what book it was from? I can't. That's a shame. And that's what really upsets me. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I th- I'll look for it later. It's fine. Uh, what are you rating it, Connor? 8.5. I will give it a 7. Oof. 7's not enough. Uh, no, that's a peak 7, not a mat 7. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 7's true. fine. True. Uh, and it's, it's kind of out of our objective. Yes, it's, it's, it's a solid book, but 
you know. For, for, for reference, I believe you also gave Flash a seven, so. Yes. There you go. But he's yeah. still keeping Flash. I enjoy Flash more. I know. I enjoyed I know. that issue of Flash more than this, this is Dark. This is why, this is why ratings are weird, because both get sevens, but well, yeah, when well, you enjoy it, and when you're just like, I can't take this book anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. I wouldn't quite put it in that terms, but sure. <laughs> All right, moving on now to, uh, to the next book, one that I definitely did not read, which is The Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight Issue 1, Scott Snyder and James Tynion the fourth writing with Eduardo Rizzo on the art. So go, go ahead, by all means. Yeah, so it's uh, it's an origin story. It's got a yeah. little bit of a framing device in uh, present day, you know, following on from last issue of uh, of the, the main book where uh, Grim Knight took Gordon. Um but most of it is this uh, backstory of this version of Bruce Wayne, and you know we see the differences, and it's this um, like painted style compared to the the regular. It's the same yeah. same artist, right? Uh, yeah, it's still Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. But I massively prefer the flashbacks. Yeah. So I, I I always took him as Punisher Batman, and he's not like it's it's not even the same because he wants he, like so Punisher wants to just wipe out criminals right this batman wants to worry about crime like yeah from in and so it, it, it changes things immediately like you know when, when the when the wayne's are shot instead of yep. freezing uh he, he grabs the gun and yep. shoots the mugger joe chill who's searching the ground for the pearls yeah uh and and so then we see his you know this his version uniform. of batman the grim knight never lets never lets any villain take hold in Gotham. Yeah, so he doesn't have any costumed freaks to nope. fight. He never because had a joke. And like he was like, I kinda remember killing somebody at the Ace Chemical Company, but he could have been anybody. You know, because yeah. he's talking about the Joker uh, and, and the Batman who laughs and whatnot. He's like, Yeah, this is all new to me. His war was almost with the police because he kind of takes over Gotham City and it and Gordon ends up being his adversary. Because yeah. Gordon's like, no, this isn't justice at all. This is murder. You have some uh, of the, the, the corrupt cops on you know, like Flash, yeah. for example, is yeah. there going, well, then, you know, we should just let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but this, this, you... this actually does like a year one beats, uh, just yeah. these twisted versions. Like it, it has a, the training sequence with him, you know, with the chopping the lo- logs and then kicking the tree. Yeah. Um, it has the bat coming through the window and then him shooting it. And he it. shoots the bat. That was the one part I was like, all right, y- y'all are flipping, driving us home. I get it. He likes guns. Yeah, no, I get it, I... but it looks gorgeous. Sure. I just, I felt more annoyed than anything. Uh, <laughs> like, he shoots the bat and still like, yes, father, I'll become the bat. Well, that was a sign from your dad. You just shot it. So, <laughs> like... Uh, but no, I really like the dynamics with Gordon and, and the Grim Knight here because he's he, he's like, no, you're stronger than this because the Gordon on my world wouldn't tolerate me. So there's no way you would tolerate what's going on here. So it's almost like Grim Knight, I got from it, he's kind of playing his own game in the shadows. Yeah. And I feel like he's going to use Gordon for that. But he's also very much a villain in the, in the frame of the Batman Who Lasts because you find out that he kind of instilled Two-Face. So you find out that in on his world, Harvey Dent became the mayor. But it was it was after the Grim Knight poured acid on him. 
as like a threat. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what um, the, the Grim Knight made Two Face, but became, right. he became mayor. Uh, it's real. And, it's real twisted. It's it's really interesting in that regard. And that he he, I almost thought they were teasing Brother Eye, right? Kind of like he had the satellite system. Yeah, I can see that. Still, he was gonna instill in over Gotham to keep watch, because he's basically the Watchman, you know that kind of trope of yeah. who watches the Watchman, um, and seems to be like the the Batman who laughs did. That was a nice change of pace from Batman who laughs, which you know Pete dropped because of of you know story reasons. Here was a nice, I thought, change of pace, and it kind of you know. Kind of like the Grim Knight, because I feel like there's more going on here than what we're being I thought this is a, an interesting subversion on the story, and that, yeah. that it's playing with all these beats. Um, it, basically, the idea is um, Gordon builds a bat signal, but turns into a giant magnet, essentially, to yep. to trap him. To capture him. Yeah, and he's like, no, all his uh, task force that he's got there, he's got this tech to obscure their identity, so, so Batman doesn't know who's there. Right. But turns out he bought it from, you know, Wayne like, Enterprises, and it's yeah. like, oh shit! And it, it, it this mm-hmm. sequence of them, uh, yeah. you know, just getting decimated. Oh, yeah, I almost see that it's gonna have to be the Grim Knight that brings in our Batman that's been Jokerized, right? Mm. Be- because he's all about order, versus the Batman who laughs seems to be about more chaos, right? We were talking about this with Naboo, that yeah, he's lawful bit. evil, yeah. whereas the other one's you know chaotic evil. Yeah. So, there's a reason why we got this one shot. I feel. Yeah, and it's interesting that it doesn't give us the whole story either, because basically Gordon puts it together with a little bit of help from Alfred, who Mm -hmm. uh, Bruce has put a bomb in his neck and threatens to blow him up if he leaves, but he can't quite go through with it. It's like the the one thing he doesn't cross that line. Right. Um, But it ends with you know uh, um, Gordon's got Bruce Wayne's like right, you're under arrest. And then we mm-hmm. cut back to the present day for one last little scene with um, yep. uh, the, you know, the Batman who laughs stopping him killing uh, this girl. He's like, no, right. no, 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 he's gonna watch. He's gonna watch what we do. Yeah. Um, we don't actually see how he got out of that situation uh, with mm-hmm. on his earth. We don't know quite what happened. Uh, so yeah. there is more to be told. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going back through. Yeah. To see that. I the storytelling. Uh-huh really solid um yeah i I get how you you could feel a bit cynical if you if you wanted to of oh it's just in these pieces but the way it plays with the year one tropes and then subverts it and does this twist version i really enjoy especially with the art gorgeous i I definitely feel this is where like let's say frank miller all he'd ever written you know was at year one and this is who that batman becomes which is interesting because well, it's interesting because Snyder pulled a lot from yeah. year one. I can see in, it. In, in his telling. So to, to, to have this almost be an ode to that and go, well, no, Frank, that's not where Batman is. You know, like we're going to have this version of even Gordon, because it seems like Snyder has this this love of Gordon so much that he made him Batman for a little bit. Yeah. And that, that you've heard him talk about year one, and that's a Gordon story as much as it's a Bruce Wayne story. Yeah, and this here it is Gordon's the only man who's able to, yep. to stand against the Batman. Yep. So I just feel like, again, there's there's a reason why this is plopped right in the middle of Batman Who Laughs. Um, yeah. 
to, to fill out the rest of the story and we'll see where it goes. Like I'm actually more interested in this thread going forward than I am the Me rest too. of it. Me too. So, I, was, I was really into this. Cool. So um, rating, uh, solid eight. Uh, I'm going to give it 7.5. That'll take us on then to Titans issue 35, Dan Abnett writing uh, with Bruno Redondo and Christian Deuce both on the art. So, the, the, this is two issues this week had a trick in it because mm-hmm. uh, this this villainous character from the made up world turned out to only... His name was Travesty. Yeah, so like, his name we should not be surprised. He he didn't actually kill the creator, the, the, you know, the oh. writer dude. He just faked it and then he helps rescue Kyle and Natasha and then yep. they're taking on Mother Blood themselves. But of course, Raven's soul self gets freed here as well, which flies to the other yep. two Ravens, both the good one and the bad one. They all unify yep. and, you know, Raven's back in full force and helps fight. And then they all come at the end to try and help Kyle in that fight, Mother Blood. And I, and I like how she gets the pep talk, you mm. know, um, that, that you're better than this. This is, you know, you're one side and, you know, you're you're not whole yet. So... You can do it. And yeah, um, I, I did love the turn from Travesty again. Like, because of course he's a trickster. So he tricked the trick um, on on here. And then Beast Boy being so savage. I also like those moments. Yeah, he's, he's being, he's being just... controlled. Or not, maybe not controlled is the yep. right word, but enraged uh, yeah. by Mother Blood. Uh, so the t- so, most of the Titans are fighting him for most of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's actually a really quick one to talk about, but like, yeah. it was better on the last issue because it wasn't just the villain monologuing for like the whole yeah. thing, which was nice. Yeah. Um, I did like where the the to get a message back to Ben, they mm-hmm. etch something. You know, Kyle etches something on Natasha's hammer, and they throw it through the the blood red portal thingamajig, yeah. and Ben's just sitting there on the hall of justice, and the hammer just comes flying in. It was like, get this info to the Justice League, and then it well, says, you know, it's, yeah, it, read the annual to find out how this helped yeah. them. Yes. Well, it's how we figured out about the four brothers, or how they figured out about the four brothers and going to the source wall, and um, which which they talked about in that annual. So yeah. I like that they tied that back. But yeah, the, the rest of the issues, it was fine. Um, I don't like how we're getting closer and closer to the end, because this is a fun book. It's a fun so, book. I think this arc overall has not been as good as the last, no. you know, couple that we've had. But yeah, I do feel like Abnett creating Mother Blood has created a nice villain for the Titans to come up against in whatever iteration. Yeah. You know, so so that was nice. Like she can actually tap into the red, uh, and she felt like a threat. I never felt like outside of the cult. I never felt like Brother Blood was much of a threat. Like, um, creepy yes, but a threat no. Yeah. Here, Mother Blood feels feels both, and, that, and that's real cool. But, but yeah, it was a real quick issue. I yeah, this one real. It was it was enjoyable enough. It's not breaking any any you know new ground. It's not doing anything particularly impressive or special. It's just kind of a solid enough read. If you like these characters, you're getting something decent out of it. Um, it's the sort of thing where if you're reading too many books, you probably would cut this because it would you know it'd be one too many. But yeah, uh, no, I mean I enjoy it well enough. Um, so there you go. This is really quick, quick description. This one, yep. uh, Arsenal's not bad too. Arsenal's fine. Yep, Ravens all again. That's really good. Yeah, what are you rating that? I'm at a seven point five. I'll give it a seven. How many issues have I got left? Uh, one or two, not a lot. Yeah. So if you you know you said there, oh yeah, this is one of those you probably could cut. 
Yeah, it's, not much point now, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's ending. They, they, DC made that decision for you. And I think the sad yeah. thing is, is that it's a shame that it's ending on this. Arc. No, this arc's been like bad, oh. but it's just not been so a... un- underwhelming from everything you've been saying. So, yeah. so Titans is ending, and and uh, Silencer. Silencer's ending. Yeah. So that leaves Abnett's only book is Justice League Odyssey, which we're not reading. Oh, God, so we're yeah. gonna have a void of Abnett. Poor Abnett. That's weird, given that how consistent yeah. he's been a presence on this show. I know yep. it's weird. Uh, it does mean there's one less book in week two. Silence will be one week book in le- week one less book in week four. Um, so it is thinning things down a little bit, and it's nice that it's on the two busier weeks. So I can't complain about that. But yeah. Uh, but hey, so that's Titans issue thirty five, uh, which takes you guys on to Hawkman issue ten, which is Robert Vendetti writing with Brian Hitch on the art. Yeah. So this issue is basically the battle issue. Yeah. Um, Will you take the lead on this, Connor? Because I tried to read this as I was falling asleep over the course of three nights. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure if I read it or if I dreamt it, a lot of it. So <laughs> That's um, fine. It's, it's, uh, obviously, yeah. we left off last issue with uh, Adam showing up with all the, the Deathbringers. Those were you know the yep. warships, and, and all the army kind of comes out yep. of them, like the, the Plague of Locusts. But great. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue is mostly them fighting, um, mostly just the two of them. Um and then Xanadu comes in, you know, gets involved, tries to help out. Uh, Adam's like, well, okay, you, you, you're going to struggle fighting me, but we've got a whole army here, and they'll just take out the people. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, you can't save all of them, so because they drop a bunch of people, and we get the thing which was basically Iron Man 3. Uh, yeah. Was Iron Man 3, that, that, that. You know, where, where he jumps out, and you know, they're all like, okay, grab onto each other, and, you know. Right. He does that. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, lets them all down and it's cool and he, he starts getting a time slip he's like nope don't you even think about it buddy not yep. playing this shit now we've got a fight to do um, so he carries on fighting and it looks great um, and he's finally confronted him down at the end and he's like okay I, I think I get it that, that's, you know, you're, the, you're the final clue that's why the time slip's mm-hmm. happening you know, you're the thing that's causing it it's uh, you know, you know the the Kryptonian one told me that I, you know, I have to, you know, be be the weapon, right? Not not mm-hmm. build one. Um, it has so to be he, someone uh, else. It has to be something he else. The, he lets time slip go, and out comes every version of Hawkman. Yeah. I love how Connor never even phased the mid sentence yeah. as I was getting no, mad and joking. Not, not letting you have it. No, I'm not letting you bring that <laughs> bullshit into this. So, so this was the whole thing with the time slip. This is where I got lost because multiple reading, right? Trying to. Yeah, and then falling asleep. So, if it's a time slip, right? So, because they're all gone, you know, Qatar all from from Krypton blew up with Krypton. Yes. Right. But because of time being timey wimey and it does its own thing, this is a fixed point for Katar, the original. Yes. Right? So this is how he brings them all forward. So in all of their timelines, they will be called from their time to save Earth from the Deathbringers. Yeah, so you know how the, the time slips have been working where he goes back, right? And, right. Uh, he experiences something. And right. that kind of he's not changing anything. Those events always no. happen to his previous right. lives. Um, this is the same here where instead of going back, he brings them forward. They, them forward, um, right. To each of them, this is just a point in their career before they die. Right. That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Katar are Cause... from from Krypton. Right. Yeah. This is. He's there. Yeah, yeah he's there. This is be- yeah. obviously before Krypton's destruction from his perspective. Right. Um. So you know, this this is just you know bringing them forth uh, and 
There's a lot of them. There's yeah, a, there's and, a and I liked what Adam. Oh, this is another thing. Um, I don't know if I jumped this or so. Adam's plan was he's going to keep Qatar alive because he defeated him in combat, right? Yep. Because when he when he sold them out when they got put in that pit, you know he's had time to seethe and get stronger and and whatnot. That he's going to keep Qatar alive, but um, because of the bargain that he knows that he he made. He's just going to keep killing people because that's going to keep prolonging Hawkman's payment yeah. or his debt, right? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, he's just, just pretty... making it worse for him. All right. So he tries to clear keep Hawkman's mace and Hawkman's just like, nope, like, and then nah. thaws it back to him. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah. So now I'm going to have to read this all as a whole because the more now that I'm talking about it, the more I'm just like, oh, yeah. The Diddy's oh, on top of his game still. Um, yeah, it's it's a very fast issue to go in because it is mostly fighting, um, yeah. but it looks great. Uh, it's just been killing it on this book, and then when all the all the Hawkmen yeah. arrive, yeah, what a cool. what a double page spread. Well, yes. I like I like picking through there to see which ones we've seen before, and a lot of them look like you know, you know, There's just one wingman that looks a lot like the Rocketeer. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> which is cool. That's real cool. Um, and then, of course, you have the, the Egyptian one, Khufu. Yeah. Uh, you have Qatar Ol. You have uh, the little mini guy. You have the Thunderbird. You know. Um, yeah, there's a lot here. Um, you have the, the wingman actual from Thanagar with the robot wings. Yep. So, yeah, it's real cool. One of them looks like he has Stormbreaker. So I'm, I'm going to like that. that that's real cool. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Um, no, I was super into it because okay, so next yeah. issue is going to be you know the the army v army, uh, right. and it's it's going to be cool. Right. Yeah, man, uh, Venditti, he's he's got a bad rap, you know, a couple years and then over pals right, and this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's redeeming him. He's redeeming himself. <laughs> he's redeeming himself. Like I almost forget that this is the same guy that ruined Flash for me, you know, all those years ago. I mean, Freedom Fairs so. is good. I can't really deny that. So yeah. Yeah, and obviously, and me and Matt are into this. We were we were into yeah. quite a lot of his uh, his Hal and pals. I just yeah. saw a really funny headline. I don't know what site it came from. Someone screenshotted it, mm-hmm. but it was DC cancels the Wild Storm at issue twenty four, and even I went, "Wait a minute!" I read issue one of that. It said at the top of the front cover, you know, one one, one to twenty four. Like it was yeah. counting down yeah. to issue twenty four the entire I, time. I it, never even read that, and I know that. That that's yeah. that's the ending of the series. It's not it's not cancelled. It was always well, going to end there. This is what gets. <laughs> This is why I have such an issue with the internet anymore is that stuff just gets shared because they want to be the I've first. I've seen the same with Naomi uh, this week. With, yeah. Oh, Naomi cancelled it. No, it's not. We were told no. this is the plan. There's a difference between cancelling and, and and ending. I'll, I mean, I'll give people right. a little bit of leeway with Naomi because Naomi, we didn't know that when it first launched. That was something Ben just did in the AMA. Right, it doesn't say one to six. Yeah. Right. Well, there was news of this a few weeks ago and... I guarantee ninety percent of the sites sharing the headline of cancelled knew this news when they were posting that. Yeah, and they they were like, "Oh, but we can get clicks." Right. Were you written Hawkman? Was that happening? Yeah, yeah. How much? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Seven. I'm gonna even an eight as well. Yeah. <laughs> How much? Seven. Net and eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it an eight. So it's it's good. I'm glad I talked about it more because just. Again, my brain is now trained that when it's time to read comics at the end of the day, 
my brain's just like, nope, it's time for sleep. And it, it took a couple tries. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I fall asleep reading comics all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the. And I just want to make sure it wasn't. It wasn't because of the story. It's just my brain was overwriting. Sometimes it's just else. the light of the like, tablet hitting my eyes, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, sleep time. Yeah, it doesn't like. Oh. Even comics, I I really love. I've, I've fallen asleep reading them. It's like, you know, I've fallen asleep yeah. watching movies. I love. It's. Oh yeah. It's well, not ridiculous I, necessarily. When we fall asleep, it's usually something that we've seen a million times because your brain gets sold into this sense of security because it's not new. So, like, we fall asleep watching old episodes of The Office and Works and Rec and even SpongeBob multiple times. So, yeah. As you do. Um, all right, so we've got one more book, though. We've got one more book to talk about this week. We've got Wonder Twins, issue two, Mark Russell writing with Stephen Byrne on the art. <laughs> and this is the story of Druncula. Uh, who may or may not be related to Connor. Uh, so this is a, a Dracula who's got an alcohol problem. Shut your face. Con- Connor's more of a drunk werewolf. So this is a Dracula who's got a drinking... Now, at first I sort of went, wait, so he drinks too much blood. Uh, but then it gets more specific and he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. He, he keeps feeding on people who have been drinking alcohol. So he has an alcohol problem through the blood that he drinks. So he's yeah. 30 days sober. And there, he's with this kind of like beast because this other villain gets out of prison. This uh, what was his name? The the, the scrambler. The scrambler. Yes. You know how I remember that? He's got an egg and he's. He is an outfit. egg. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> a scrambled egg. It's not a scrambled it's a egg. Fried egg. I know. Yeah. Frustrated as I was like, come on, scrambler, be on brand. Yes. So the scrambler swaps bodies uh, and he traps the guard in the prison and he gets out and he calls Lex Luthor. He's like, "When's the next meeting for the Legion of Doom?" Which cracked me up immediately because I'm like, "Who is this asshole?" I've never heard of him. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, the the spot's been filled up, but we do have this other like sub team that you can go and join." And yeah. it was the was it the League of like irritating or something like that? I think someone said at some point. They were annoyances. Annoyances. That was it. League of Annoyance. Yeah, League, League of Annoyance. Yes. Uh, and he goes and joins this team, and this is where we meet uh, Droncula and some other characters who are odd. Prey but, Mantis, but and really, it's, possibly it's... my favorite one. Do you know what this made me think of? Anti-Fetamine killed me. Yes, yeah, that, that was good. This is basically the like the PTA. This is like mums who yeah. get together and because tr- it was when the woman pulls out like I made up plans all night of how to, how to lure evil you children know? into the ranks, and it was like they're all like yeah excellent work. this is a mum who like gets out like her like plan for like the, the baking like thing that's coming with the bake-off or whatever they do the bake sale the yeah, bake sale yeah. yeah thank you but we're gonna put drugs in them and they're like so drunkula what you got and like, baron i'm more than just my drinking and he wants to start a uh, a bunch of trolls on twitter Yes. And, and like, we'll yep. take them down. So, so, so yeah, they'll, they'll be so distracted with all the bad social media that they just like won't have time to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and pretty much like, all right, I was just you know hoping for a plan that had more biting, biting, biting yes. So he gets talked into, <laughs> so he gets talked into this, right? He gets talked into going and biting yeah. some people at a, a non-alcoholic place. It's like a kids restaurant or something like that, and. Yep. The Wonder Twins get, get get sent out to deal with it. He's like, oh, we're going to deal with this. And the end of the issue is that after they've caught him, there's no room in the actual holding cells, so they get sent to this this Lex-run place where they hold criminals Lex overnight. Which is where well, Scrambler broke out of. Yeah. Right. So there's this whole undercurrent about the United States prison system. Oh, yeah, I was going to get to this, yeah, because this is something yeah. that the Wonder Twins themselves talk about, but I was going to get to the field trip after yeah. this, but it yeah, ends... Yeah with him being put in a holding tank with all the drunk perps so when they go in the last page they find him 
like with all these people bitten and he's just drunk. He's like, I was 30 days sober. I didn't want this. Yeah. So he's just, I, I, feel like I, sh- yeah, I feel like I shouldn't be laughing because this is like, he's a, a victim of his, his addiction. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. But at the same time, they put him in a drunk tank, and he's a vampire. So what else well, so, Joe, Joe, is he gonna do? Joe, what I'm really shocked at with this book is the first issue was really funny and likable, and we really enjoyed it. This issue was just as funny; it was just as likable, but it's actually got social commentary in it. Uh, from yep. what I hear, that's that's Russell's thing. Right. Like, yeah, the first issue, so, this was a nom- an anomaly once, to kind of ease people in, whereas right. now the social commentary is what he wants. Once I get caught up on some of the other books that I have that I want to read, I want to go back and read his Flintstones because yeah. I heard that has social commentary all peppered throughout. Yeah, because so. they, they get taken to like the because the, the field trip to the, the usual place gets cancelled because of budget cuts, so so they're, they're taken to the prison because they'll have them for free, and they're getting walked through the prison, which I, I felt was weird. And first of all, they're just walking them through yeah. like the, the general like pop of all the prisoners sitting around. <laughs> I love that Zan, though, is like, are we going to an aquarium or a zoo or whatever fun place? Uh, we're going to a prison. Like, oh. And they've got the, yeah. the, the prisoners uh, doing call center work in the prison. And yep. I, I think I cracked up a lot at the uh, the prison. Yes, we can install your home security system. <laughs> and I yeah. started laughing. Because yeah, she, she has uh, one of the, this really good point when the, 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 the guys like, oh, you know, nine out of ten people who get the, you know, learn some vocational skills in here uh, get jobs afterwards and never get reoffend, never come back to prison. Right. And she's like, so what you're saying is is that 90% of your, your prisoners shouldn't have been here in the first place if they'd learned how to do this, you know, you know actually got educated right. in the first place. And I'm like, she's dropping points left and right, and then they get and sent to the bus. she gets kicked yeah. out of the prison, and I love, it's like, Jaina, you might be the only person to ever been kicked out of prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was cracking me up, but it has a point. Because yeah. even even the social media joke was kind of a point in, yeah. in a way. It was like, oh, yeah. he's yeah. a Reddit troll. That's what he, he wants did. to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah Drunkula. And he wants to be called um, Baron, Baron, Baron Nightblood. Baron Nightblood. Baron Nightblood. That gave me the, the solid laugh because that's like trying to give yourself a nickname. Yeah. It's like, no, we're not calling you that. You don't get to give yourself a nickname. <laughs> You're yeah. given one. And yeah. Drunkula, just like, that's up there with Blackula. Like that, uh, be on the nose, ridiculous. Do you know? I yeah. wasn't really hyped for this book. This was, you know, I was hyped for Young Justice. Uh, I was very yeah. curious about Naomi. This was and, one that was just kind of like, oh, I'll check this out. I'm sure it may be good, but like. And here's here's my one problem with this book. Okay. It doesn't feel like a Wonder Comics. This just feels like it almost feels like a DCU. Like, sure. like yeah. that oh, I, agree. I can see this yeah. in DCU. I can see that. Yeah, and and I feel like Wonder Comics have this thread that are all pulled together. Like we're gonna have Dial H. And we're gonna have Naomi and Young Justice, cu- and I'll be curious to see know. if uh, uh, Dial H for Hero feels more like the first two, or more yeah. like this one, where it feels like just a separate yeah. thing. You know, so and and that's weird to have this be my only. Like, real Do I think it, is, it doesn't feel I, like Wonder Comics? I think it's because of these two characters who are from this other planet. They're kind of pre-established. Yeah. Whereas obviously Young Justice are pre-established, but they're Young Justice, right? They're the young teens of the the superheroes, right? right? And then Naomi's this new teen character. Uh, and I assume Dale for Hero, the main character, will be this new teenager, so he'll probably feel like he still fits yeah. with Wonder Comics. This one feels a little bit right. different in that it's like, here's these things that are kind of separate and they've pre-established yeah. from elsewhere before. Yeah, but it's one of those where they're relatively new on Earth in this version of the yeah. story, yeah. so it's kind well, of still playing on that new hero yeah. trope. I don't think it's a complaint, though, because yeah. I think it's like, if the book's good, the no. book's good, and we can just, you know... Yeah, that's what I mean, but I just like... Because then there's, there's, like, references to the Legion of Doom and stuff that Lex is 
doing. And then, yeah. like, yeah. you have Beast Boy as an actor, which we had seen in mm-hmm. Teen Titans. You know, like, he had his, his house because he was famous. I love yeah. the pair so, like, you know, like, this is what I've got to look forward to, and this is yeah. what I've got to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Different, yeah. different reactions to it. I'm, yeah. Also, um, and the, then, the, and then, oh, actually, yeah. the joke about uh, Zan transforming into a gas yeah. in his sleep, and they, th- they wake up thinking it's a sauna. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, they asked beast boy because beast boy is all excited that jaina also is an animal she can change in animals and he's like do you ever change in your sleep and she's like oh i, I don't think so and Zan's like oh yeah i have but then you also get the end of beast boy story where he sleep changed into a tarantula and nightwing yeah. <laughs> almost snatched him with the spatula like uh, and then put him back to bed that's when he started taking pills for it yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. So, like, again, it feels like it's in-universe, but also feels like it's not, which was kind of the DCU in a nutshell, because that was Starfire. Starfire yeah. was an amazing book. Like, I love that series so much. But it also felt just out of continuity enough that it, you know, it was its own thing. And that's how this one feels. Um, no, same not. with that Bizarro story. That said, yeah. that said, I will give Scott Snyder major props if in an issue of Justice League soon we get this sassy yeah. computer. Uh, in the yeah. Hall of Justice. Oh, I hope so. That'd be amazing. I, I will give so, them points for including that. Um, and we get Gleek, because <laughs> Zan forgot that he ordered a trained circus monkey uh, oh, that yeah. came via mail. Um, That's right. Which I thought, because he just he has no attention span and he's forgotten. <laughs> it's so easy to buy things. Yeah, um, I'm, and I, 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 I really hope, if we don't get like a season two of Wonder Twins, I hope Mark Russell has another six issue book in phase two of Wonder Comics. Yeah. Ideally, with Stephen Byrne again, because, oh my sure. God, the art is so good. It's so expressive. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect for, for this style of story. Yeah. I would I would love him on the Teen Titans in like a Teen Titans Go kind of vibe. Yes. But done this style, not yeah. so cartoony. Also, it's worth mentioning, the only got on a break, uh, Bendis did confirm on Twitter that Campbell will be back for the art for the second run, so it means nothing yeah. to Connor, but for us, that's... that's no, no, we, I, I, we, he said that in the AMA originally, that was the whole... Yeah, yeah, because uh, that was the whole point for the break, is so that Campbell can still do all of it. That's fair. Okay. Well, this yeah. good, good news anyway. News, news or not, yeah. it's just good. Uh, so, no. It's good information, it's not news. Yeah. Good information, then. He's just, Connor's such a pedantic prick at times. I just, I, you, you want to wring his ginger little neck out I'm the just, window. And I'm just, just, we, we did speak about that. You know that we, we already had that discussion when it was news. Now you're just telling them information. Again. Do you know what Connor's being a prick right now? Is because Connor will forget almost every news story we ever talk about in the TV or movie news, and then act like like Whoa, we never talk about this, right? But he's giving me shit for one thing I've forgotten. It's true. On this it's show. True. That's exactly why I'm doing it. Every, every single time a trailer comes up, he's like, I don't remember this movie. He's like, Carl, we spoke about this trailer on Trailer Talk. We talked about this. It was a whole segment. Oh, There's the just worst. so many trailers. Anyway, um, what are we rating Wonder Twins issue 2, Matt? I'm going to give it an 8.5. Connor? 8.5. 8.5 for me as well. There you go. 8.5 is all around. Very good. Very, 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 very good. So uh, that does check us on. We've got two segments left. We've got the best of the week, which is where we pick our favourite things. And then I've got a special thing I want to talk about after that. I've got a little surprise. Well, hurry up, because my dinner's just arrived. Very good. Um, so best days of the week. We've talked about uh, favourite panel slash moment, favourite art of the week, favourite cover, and top five books. So, Matt, what was your favourite panel slash moment of the week? So um, I'm going to – I have to do it, because it made me a holy shit at work. And that's when they rip Jason Blood from Etrigan. Damn you. That's fair. Sorry. Connor? 
just, too, Connor. Just, just for the sake of being slightly different, I will go with the, the follow-up panel of Bobo going, oh, shit, because yeah. I felt that. Because yeah. that, that was me, and I turned the page, and I'm like, okay, you know, Tannen, you're on to me. Yeah. I'm going with Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm going with Wonder Woman catching mm-hmm. the foot of the Titan. Yeah, it was, it was, it was between that and like them reacting to seeing the Titans. You like, there's two Titans. It's not just one. <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go with that. Uh, best cover of the week, Matt. Oh, this one, this one's tough. I have to, I have to look at all of the. Yeah, I have um, to look at some variants. I can tell you what it, I can tell you what it's not. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not Superman because get that out of my eyes right now. <laughs> what, what was the Superman cover? It was a life held. Ooh, was a variant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What was the dark variant? That's why I was just gonna do. Uh, pull those, yeah. isn't it? Oh, that was good. Flash, oh, that uh, flash variant's not good. Um, let's see. All right, it's I'm good. I'm gonna go with go ahead, the Wonder Woman variant, even though Pete Pete's just wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry, but just the face is weird to me because I, I like the aesthetic. Gonna, otherwise. I think I'm gonna agree with that because I do, I do like that cover once I looked yeah. at it. Although the, the Justice League Dark variant is a very close second. Actually, no. I'm gonna make it the Supergirl cover. I like that. The, the way that it's. Uh, no, the actual Regular. cover. Okay. It's it's a uh, paquette. Yeah, that one. That one's that one. I'm looking at it again. It looks real good. I'll go and have a look because, it could be good. I think I am going with. I'm gonna go with the wonder. I don't know. I don't know what the the Justice League Dark variant. Actually, it was between, yeah. it was between that and the Art Germ Supergirl cover. I think for me. Mm-hmm. Both good choices. Uh, so I'm going with those. Um, all right, best art of the week then, Matt. Ooh, this one, this one's, this one comes down to like, do I do I lean in the classics with Collins, or do I do something different? And I think I'm gonna have to go with the Wonder Twins with Stephen Byrne, because it does look look great. It's not a bad pick, Connor. So, yep. Um, that is a very close second for me, but I'm going Wonder Woman. What an odd. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise, yeah. right? Uh, I always go with Supergirl. Oh, yeah, just... uh, Supergirl uh, by Pansika. Uh, I really like the art on that issue. So, yep. uh, go with that. Uh, so, top five books of the week then. Matt. So, number one is Supergirl. Number two is. I'm trying to remember everything I gave an 8.5 to. Because <laughs> um, so, there's a bunch. I'll go number two is Justice League Dark. Number three is Wonder Twins. Number four is Wonder Woman. And number five is Hawkman. Yeah. Cool. Connor. Uh, Justice League Dark, Wonder Woman, Wonder <laughs> Twins, Hawkman, Batman Who Laughs. Okay. I'm going to go number one, Supergirl number two, Wonder Woman number three, Wonder Twins, number four, Superman, number five. What have I got left? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flash or Titans, right? Yeah. Um, go with Flash. Flash at number five. There you go. Oh, I'd just say Dark as well, technically. But <laughs> I was, I was... Yeah, but you dropped it, so therefore it wasn't yeah, going to end up exactly. in the top five. But uh, here's the question. Justice League Dark or Titans? Because they were the two that, that were the, the lower bolt. Uh, Justice League Dark's probably better than Titans. 
Yeah. Fair enough. I'd say that, yeah. There you go. Uh, and also, one of the things we do is we ask on the Twitters every week at DC Comics Podcast on the Twitters uh, for people's favourites of the week and reasons why. I will confess, I did leave it kind of last minute to ask this week. I forgot to ask last night. Again. Again. But we did get a few. Interestingly, interestingly, The Flash was actually the most picked uh, out of these tweets. The Connor's making a face at you. What the hell, Twitters? Uh, at Corey YNWA, The Flash, it felt like John Zane, uh, to me and i have a soft spot for the trickster uh we also had the mccomb factor uh the flash i really like the issue after all the force quest stuff that wasn't very that he wasn't it wasn't very high on so uh but we did get one vote for justly dark from at double deuce 22 um justly dark even though this one wasn't as top quality as it had been so he says not as good but still the best of the week i don't get it i have then again oh no, no that's that's a sign of how strong the book is if this is the sure. weaker issue and it's still easily the best book of the week sure uh, I've I've been really digging the other kind storyline, which wasn't really in this one as much, admittedly. But no. Uh, so yeah, that's my bad for not asking until very last minute. But uh, I, I will implore myself to to do so next week. Uh, so yeah, by all means, go to at DC Comics Podcast. And you can follow us on there and respond to that. But also just get general updates and talk to us about comics and shit. Uh, and when we have a questions episode, which we normally would next week, but because Matt has to leave early next week, uh, we have a tighter episode. So maybe a slightly shorter one next week. Uh, but that's okay. I'm looking at the number of books there are for me for next week, yeah. and I don't have a lot. Yeah, none, none so, of us do. I, was like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting yeah. to that in a second. Uh, I'll, I'll do that yeah. before I, I talk about my special thing. Um, so coming next week on the show, we have Batman 67, Justice League 20, Shazam issue 4, unless it's moved, but it was here originally. Uh, let me let me let me see. Aquaman. Shazam. Don't see it. Don't see it? No, no Shazam. Okay, no Shazam. That's even less no. next week then. Uh, Aquaman forty six and the Omi issue three. So yeah, I have four books next week. I have four books. I have three. You have three exactly. There's not a yeah. lot of books next week. Uh, so so you know um but we also have next week that we're not covering is teen titans 28 damage 15 and nightwing 58 although uh me and connor i guess we'll get to that uh we will do punishment picks next week which means what nightwing 53 52 53 53 and then you'll you also do a red hood Ugh, i suppose <laughs> uh so that's what's coming next week so yeah, so there's one special thing I wanted to talk about uh, from this week that I, th- I thought was very notable. Uh, something from the annals of our of the history of our podcast that I think is worth mentioning. This week, I got a live-action Cold Snap on a TV oh, show. Oh, snap! Black- and it's not the show you'd have expected no, it on either. Black Lightning had Cold Snap in it. And, you know, so, so there's, I don't want to get any spoilers out that, I won't, but basically there's like a meta getting up and there's like a bit of text comes up saying who they are and it says you know code name cold snap and it said cold snap and i damn near let out like a howl uh, of laughter and i couldn't wait I to talk about put it money on if if there was cold snap on one of these shows i'd have put money on legends or doom patrol before yeah. uh, you know before anything else i know but now we got a cold Black snap would have been lower on that list uh me, me and Connor are actually recording tv multiverse later tonight uh we 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 got delayed twice and getting getting to it, but uh, it's doing that tonight. But I wanted to mention it on this show because the reason why I thought it was funny is because of how much I laughed at it back in the early Justice League issue that we talked about it back in like episode Legend of Cold Snap. Whatever. That's the that's the title so, of it. If you want to find it, yeah. if you if you want to search that on our YouTube yeah. channel, that'll that'll pop up. So so funnily enough, too, Cold Snap came up the first time they appeared was in Batman and the Outsiders, oh. which Black Lightning was a part of. So yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, like flipping Z level Captain Cold. Uh, 
And I'll no, tell you this, he's, suits and frustrating. he's not treated very well on the show. He's treated like a bit of a chump. So he's treated like cold snap. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he's, he's very cold snappy and that's it. Ooh. Oh, what's that issue with Captain Cold? Because, <laughs> no, Captain <laughs> Cold took out that? another uh, bargain basement freeze villain. Okay. Um, I'm okay. going to find this real quick. Anyway, that, that wraps up the show. That's episode 146 of Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast. Um, you can, of course, go on, get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast, like I mentioned. The big thing, though, is if you want to go to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv, you can support us over there for as little as a dollar per month. At uh, the $5 tier, you get a bonus episode every month with me and Connor doing a trade or a collection or whatever. Uh, the next one is Batman Court of Owls, which was a voted for pick for Patreon. Every so often, we do a vote uh, for them. And the winner was Batman Court of Owls, so that is the next I mean, one. Me, Cardin, yeah, I mean, Connor should be recording that tomorrow, actually. So it should be up early next week, as uh, the plan. Um, so you can look forward to that. And then we're doing the John Shazam as the next one that's coming uh, before the movie. So look forward to that too. Um, so check out the Patreon uh, if you want to do that. You can also support us by buying merchandise should you wish. There's links to the US and the UK yeah. stores in the description. You get yourself a cut the multiverse shirt or hat or some such. And you can do that. Um, otherwise, that is us. Uh, so I should probably mention, me and Connor have been reviewing Batman movies all month for uh, our movie show, 121 in Flux. And up, up right now for everyone on YouTube or the Mail Fuzz Movies podcast feed is the first four Batman movies. That is Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. Patrons already have access to Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. So we've been doing a lot of Batman movies in the month of March. Uh, so if you want to check those out and what me and Connor think of them, you can check them out on those those feeds or the YouTube page. Uh, I'll be honest, our thoughts are not that surprising. How much I hate Batman Returns might surprise some people, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I, I really hate that movie. Uh, but yeah, so that is uh, that is something you can check out. But that is us. That, is, that has been Coach from the Multiverse, episode 146. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.